And you're a jet, you're a jet All the way from your first cigarette To your last dying day When you're a jet Little boy, you're a man You've got brothers around You're a family man I love the this song Everything is awesome Bum, bum all Two right, things. Hot. Let's do this. Zoom syncing doesn't work. And also, nope. I never knew that you can't whistle. Excuse me. <laughs> no, I cannot snap my fingers. What's up, everybody? Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails! Quarantine episode. I don't know how many. I hope you guys are staying safe out there. I uh, hope the people in the future are like, God, these poor people stuck inside. Dude. they out doing things in the world. I'm just looking at the future people. I'm jealous of you now. Well, guys, speaking of staying safe, we have a special guest with us today. It is my mother. And before you get on me, we have been tested. We are being safe. And we are both staying quarantined. She got laid off from her job. Makes me very happy because she just gets to stay at home and feed her birds, and play with her plants all day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she does. Sis, I miss you, though. I can't wait until you're here in three dimension. <laughs> oh, I want a hug. Look. Mm. <laughs> oh, here. I got you. Hugging you. I got you. It's like this. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so jelly. What's happening? You know, it's, it's been a long week, and I've been looking forward to this night all week, so... Mm. Are you ready? Yes. I spilled our first batch, and so this drink has taken extra long to make, and I am so ready for it. I've been right, looking we at got it, a okay? Guess. So, oh, my oh. goodness. Hi, sweetie. Hi, Mom. You're on the show. What's happening? What's happening? I, we figured we got to get Mom on so that you can finally listen. <laughs> she said that today. She was like, I'm going to listen because your mom's on. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> can we drink? Wait, no, I'm so ready. Okay. I All smell right, okay. it. Let me inhale it. I know. Okay. So, are we, we are drinking today. She's got to go We are drinking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're our biggest listener, and you don't know how the podcast goes. She's got to go over the goes, recipe. It's in front of me. I know. <laughs> Welcome to our problem that we deal with every week. Okay, so here well, we go. It's <laughs> we like are eating drinking. cold food. <laughs> I, do I just want to drink. Hold on. <laughs> just wait. Okay, we are drinking today the West Side Cocktail. West Side! <laughs> Throwing up the W. That's how I say it, but it's West Side Cocktail. And I did it because it sounds like a lemon drop and it smells like it, so I'm really excited about that. So, you're going to use two ounces of lemon vodka. Two ounces. You're going to use an ounce and a half of fresh lemon juice. From my neighbor. From the grocery <laughs> store. Uh, From I got. I got half an ounce of simple syrup. Uh, I put a handful of mint leaves from my backyard. which From my garden. Like. Front yes. yard. Straight, straight snipped by Smashley. <laughs> I put that all in a shaker, shook it up over ice, poured it into a martini glass, and I topped it with um, some soda water. Yes. My soda water actually is... Natural lemon flavored soda water to go with it. So okay. we went with that Canada that Dry good. Life. Ooh, okay, that's still really good anyway. Yeah. And so you're gonna garnish it with either a lemon twist or some mint leaves. Yes. I did both. What? And uh, I'm gonna need yeah, that picture. Okay. 
Oh, you did say a martini glass. I thought you said a margarita glass. I'm stupid. I'm pretty sure I said martini, but that's okay. Well, I also didn't oh, shake you, it over ice. That's okay because this holds more. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> it so. does. Cheers, you guys. All right, so cheers, you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that is quenching. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. It's like a... It's like a lemon mojito. That mm-hmm. mint is so good. Okay. That'll work. I can't even taste the vodka. This is going with us poolside this summer. <laughs> this summer, you guys. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on that uh, West Side cocktail. <laughs> I oh. muddled my mint as well. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to do that, but it added oh. a little bit in there. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, I just cl- like smack it. I put it in my palm and I like really hard on it. And it released the I know how to flavors and aromas. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I'm not even going there. Okay. Yeah. So, it's like that ludicrous line. Did he, like, grab that ass or did he, like, smack it? Did he, like, smack it? <laughs> you remember Mom's in the house, yes. right? Oh, That's why we're talking so about a movie. Shit. <laughs> Am I allowed to cuss, Mom? <laughs> Come on. You know better. Shit, she knows. Oh. Okay, I was... I was about to say, like, <laughs> I'm going to try to tone it down. No, 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 no. But the joker I get is going to come. Okay, so are you guys ready for a little bit of history? Give it to us. Huh? I'm ready because this drink is going to go fast. Yeah, it is. Oh, yes, <laughs> it is. Okay, so we are going to give you a little bit of history on the cocktail shaker. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You, mean, you mean that thing I spilled in the kitchen earlier? <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So, uh, the shaker goes back way back. How far we back? Going back? Into, I'm talking like way back. Back right. in the day. And it, like, it has been seen back in 7000 BC. In Mexico and in South America, they had these jars that had guards over them and lids so you could shake and strain, you know, things in drinks. So that was, uh, I guess, one of the first shakers. Um, And you can see them also in Egypt. They had some shakers for, you know, the Egyptians. They fancy. For bombing their organs. Yeah, so why wouldn't they shake up their cocktails? They also are, they were big into wine and stuff like that, too. So okay, it makes sense that they would have some shakers. Stomping to the grapes, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's like Italy. Stomp the grapes, I don't know if they, I don't know, I don't know maybe. They did, they would like, if for, like take grapes and it would oh. turn into wine. I don't know, I don't know. That was Jesus. I'm, I was about to say, they did some Jesus stuff. You turn grapes into wine, water into wine. Okay, but these are just some of the places that it popped up through history. So by the mid-19th century, the shaker was known to show up uh, where there was an innkeeper. And he had the two sexless cups. innkeeper. The sexless innkeeper. But he probably got some because he took cups and he would like you know you like move the liquid between two cups to like mix it yeah i seen well, one day, <laughs> one day, like, don't you have to pee hey mikey you gotta, pee. Yeah, you gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> exactly 
so he, this innkeeper noticed that if you took, he had one cup that was had a larger opening than the other cup, and so he stuck the smaller cup inside it, shook it up, did some tricks for people at the bar, and people loved it. So that is one of the big things that happened with the shaker. That was a creation of shakers. Yeah, and so what the shaker that we see a lot of bartenders use, not necessarily like the ones that we buy like this, Mm. but like the The glass. The double cup, yeah. Yeah, the double cup one, that's kind of the beginning of that one. Gotcha. So in the Roaring Twenties, it was known around, you know, the jazz scene and speakeasies, all those kind of bars, Mm -hmm. uh, is where it kind of showed up. And Prohibition did not stop that because, you know, alcohol and cocktail making kind of blew up in the 20s and the 30s after Prohibition. So um, some shakers were shaped in shapes of like penguins and zip uh, <laughs> zeppelins, lighthouses and airplanes. Like that's what they were getting into in the 20s. They were just making them into shapes of things. They're like, oh, that looks like a good shape. We should make that into a shaker. Like the exterior. Okay. Yeah, the exterior. So they'd have fancy, like, shakers. So, yeah, I don't know how they would do that. You'd have to, like, Basically, it's like a cylinder, and then they build a mold around it, it sounds like. Yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, so they had some fancies. Um, And around this time... Shakers started popping up in movies and movie stars of that time in the 20s and 30s. I keep moving her um, microphone closer and she keeps moving it right on back. <laughs> you have to get close to the mic, Mom, so we can hear you. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> she just does not want us, anyone to hear her, but she wants us to hear her. <laughs> That's all she cares about. That's all she cares about. So, when they started popping up in movies and glorifying the glamorous life of the rich and the famous, of making cocktails and the stuff like that, it blew up. Okay. But by the 40s, of course, everything kind of sucked back then because World War II popped up. Yep. So the, they had to stop non Yep, they had to stop non-essential metals from being made and shipped. So they probably did... Me- uh, melt down some that weren't sold by this time, mm. but they definitely took their machinery and repurposed it to make stuff for the war. I was going to say, so you're telling a... me alcohol is non-essential? <laughs> it is. It is for us, uh-huh. definitely. But uh, a shaker is not. You should have had that already, girl. <laughs> I'm not going to... What about those that say. just turned 21? They couldn't that's buy it true. yet. That, that's messed up because I literally bought this shaker that I have today. Because my shaker's at your house. And so I was like, <laughs> damn it! So I can't say anything because I literally bought one today. But, yes. <laughs> now there's one here. Um, so, yeah, they had to stop the making of those and the equipment was used to make s- stuff for the war. Um, but in the 50s, that shit came back. Because <laughs> the people came home from the war and they started having babies. They started buying homes. And inside their homes, they had rec rooms and home bars. Oh, yeah, they did. With they tons of booze and shakers. And they so had, they like, came that back recessed living room with the circle couch and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so they held think of, orgies, like... orgies, weirdos. Uh, on the bare skin. 
What? And the big. <laughs> oh yes, Mama knows. Mama knows. Actually, was so, a yeah. hide in her house. <laughs> was a cowhide? Of course, your dad's a butcher. No, my mother had it. Oh, of course, your mom's a weirdo. She bought it. So, yeah. So the fifties. So just think of like you know Mad Men nineteen sixties. How everybody yep. had shakers on their bars. That became the norm. Mm-hmm. And uh, any true home bartender has a shaker at their house for making cocktails, as do we. As do I now at this house, so yes. Nice. <laughs> I'm amazed that your house hasn't had a shaker before this. We did. I think it broke because I couldn't find it. <laughs> Too much shaking. <laughs> I couldn't find it. <laughs> so it was a glass one, so I don't know. Uh, okay. um, and that's a little bit of history. <laughs> On the cocktail shaker, y'all. I like that. That's right here. Nice. It goes back so, so far. Way and it back. makes our delicious, delicious cocktails. Love it. They were smart so, by yeah. putting them on uh, metal instead of that glass. Yeah, because the metal keeps it cold. Not only that, nice. like when you're shaking them, you know, they have a tendency of slipping around and popping open if there's like different ingredients in there and stuff. Yeah. You can't have glass. It's, yeah. it's almost guaranteed yeah. to break. Exactly. Especially, I mean, in the office. Exactly. So, there mm. you go. Shake it hard enough, ice can break. So, Mom. Yeah. Do you, do you want to tell us what movie we're doing? <laughs> yeah, Mom. Maria. I just Marie. met a girl named Maria. <laughs> and suddenly that name will never be the same to me. <laughs> no, I can't sing. It's West Side Story. And suddenly I find... Yes. Yes. Maria. I don't think I've ever heard my mom's like... voice amplified before. This is weird. <laughs> She's so soft-spoken in the first That's place. That's true. <laughs> Gotta turn you up. It's at 10. Yeah. <laughs> so we are doing West Side Story, West like Mom Side said. West Side Story, people. I just met a girl named Maria. <laughs> and suddenly I find... Okay, so... <laughs> I like the grumpy old men version. He's like, I just met a girl named Maria. And suddenly you know, I see she's not the... Bitch, I thought she'd be. be. (laughs) I love it, yes. Oh, I miss Walter Matthau. I know, R.I.P. Okay. So you guys ready for the stats? Yes. Yes. Okay. Before that, first time I ever saw this movie was in my mom's bedroom on her bed on her little 12 by 12 inch (laughs) portable tv <laughs> oh dang okay that was okay a long time ago. yeah i think i was How old like were you six maybe five or, six. five or six so we we moved up we watched it on a nice little uh 42 inch today i could see everything <laughs> see the I details in this movie i saw it when i was probably nine or ten one of my friends we were really big into Greece, and we used to watch it all the time. Mm. And she was like, oh, I know, I got a musical that you'll like, West Side Story. And so we watched that and, like, 
the sound of music and <laughs> I was like, okay, this is cool. But I didn't really get into it until I was in junior high and it came on Turner Classic Movies. Turner and I Classic fell in Movies. Love. I fell in love with it again and I recorded it on VHS <laughs> and I watched it every Sunday for years. Not every Sunday. It alternated with other Sunday movies for me. But West Side Story was definitely one of the Sunday movies on heavy rotation for yep. me. In my room, it'd just be on. And I'd be like, oh, this is my part. And I'd stop and start singing. Like, <laughs> Did you fast forward through the 15-minute inter- intro? No, I love it because I'm just, I get to hear all the songs at once. And I get to brief part, I get to sing them. Yes, I Dude, get to sing them. But it's so long. <laughs> the intro. It is. I'm sit- but- I straight up took a shower when I started the movie for them earlier today, took a shower, came back, and then the movie started. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Time. You have been to enough plays to know what they're doing there. I'm just saying. At five years old, I was like, is this movie ever going to start? <laughs> oh, no. I've always <laughs> been like, yes, I get to hear a bit of every song real quick. See, Before I get to hear the whole other. song. I love all the music. <laughs> I do, too. Right. I love the music. Yeah. All right. When did you see it the first time, Mom? When, when it, it came, came out. When it came out. Oh, I, I was just joking. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so it came out. I'm just going to start it. It came out December 23rd, 1961. Yep. You were like six. This is. Yeah. So we both saw it when we were like five or six. There. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our oldest movie that we have ever talked about on this show. This does really? beat Mary Poppins, which yeah. was our oldest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that one came out, I think, 65, 66. Yeah. So this is our oldest one. And uh, it's one of the best musicals of all time on stage and on film. So, My own personal uh, IMDb right here. <laughs> yes, She's like, I know. Oh, that was 66, 67. <laughs> She's yeah. like, I remember because I was there. <laughs> okay, so you have to explain IMDb. Internet oh. Movie Database? Oh, okay. It's literally <laughs> this? our entire show. <laughs> it's literally our entire show, Bob. It's us reading off IMDb shit while we're drunk. Do not know what IMDb is? <laughs> I'm on it. Ashley's on it. (laughs) No, I did not. That is so funny. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, West Side Story, like I said, came out. It was a close to Christmas movie in 1961, so a nice holiday movie. Okay. And the budget for this was $6 million. So That's a lot back then, though. Do you want to guess how much that is? Like... Today, in today's money. In today's money, money, from 19, what was it? 61. 61. 61. I'm going to go with 24 million. Mom, you got any guess? Oh, no clue. It would be $51 million to make this movie today. Okay. So we got to see with Steven Spielberg how much he paid. He better not pay more than $51 million. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, come on, Sir Stevie. He's redoing it, right? He's redoing it, yeah. He sure is. And it also will be dropping this year, December 18th. So it's kind of following the tradition of this one being a December movie. 
Yeah. So, like um, so it's it, already shot then. Yeah, today I looked at some stuff of it, and it looks beautiful. It's in post-production. I'm, kinda, I'm really excited to see it. All right. Um, so the what it made for this movie was $44 million, and that's worldwide. So in 2020 money, do you want to guess? Uh, what's 44 times, like, 17? Or, I mean, times 8. So that's, like... Shit, three hundred and thirty-seven million. You are close. I know. It's three hundred, three hundred and seventy-seven million dollars in today's money is I how much. That's around three. Damn Use it. my mathematician. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I would have never. I'm oh, getting better. No, I have. At, I have mighty calculator for that. I'm getting better at guessing how much it translates into. Uh, I'm usually maybe like ten million off. I know that doesn't doesn't sound a lot, but like it sounds a lot, but it is it isn't when you're like trying to guess. When you're in um, the hundreds of millions, I mean. Yeah, you know you're close. So, Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. you ready to hear what they got to say? What they got for us? Critics, ninety-two percent. Okay. Because critics ain't crazy. Plus, they can't deny. No. Rotten Tomato pulls critics from when this movie comes out, when this movie came out. So it was a big hit back then, especially. And over time, we all all grown to love it. So the audience, they gave it an 84%. Okay. Now, I don't know if I would go for that. I feel like that might be because a lot of people don't like musicals. Yeah. Yeah. All the singing. They just can't get, they can't the get dance. the singing. The and the dancing scenes. in this movie throws mm-hmm. a lot like of straight it. men off, especially in this time period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have thought so it would have do... been Chino, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the fresh Zenobia score is got? obviously a hundred fucking percent because this movie is one of the greatest musicals of all time. You've been throwing hundreds out there a lot lately. During musical month, yes, definitely. (laughs) We picked nothing but really good musicals this month. Yeah. (laughs) It still holds up. That's what I'm saying. It still holds up. It absolutely does. Yeah, you can. It still holds up. I just watched it today, and I had... What the hell is calling you? What the heck is that? That's your side. That's not us. Oh. oh, it's a stupid thing. You have to turn the notifications off on that thing. I don't know she don't understand technology. <laughs> that scared the hell out of me. I didn't Quiet know what you all blaming me. Set. It sounded like Jason Statham's freaking ringtone. I just got it two days ago. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I didn't it either the first time it went off. It was right next to the microphone. <laughs> I'm not even cutting that out. That's staying in. Your fault. And then you have to remember to fix my phone. Immortalized forever. <laughs> <laughs> what were we saying? Yeah. I don't even fucking remember now. That thing fucking <laughs> scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was talking about how it still holds up. It yes. still does. Great Absolutely. Movie. I enjoyed it very much. Oh, I think I was yeah. saying we watched it today. Yeah. I, I was thinking that. I don't even need to watch it this week, but it doesn't mean that I don't want to. Like, I've seen it so many times that I know it. But you still want to watch it. I've seen it so many times, but 
I hadn't watched it in a couple of years. It has been a minute since I pulled it out. I pulled my DVD out. Yeah. And I watched it. And I kept watching it. And I kept singing. And I kept like, I was just so happy. And everything kept coming back to me. I was like, I, I really do know You don't forget the lyrics? Of this They're all song. right there. You know. And not even just the lyrics, but. Like just the, the movie in general, the ad lib. You pretend and... to be Miss America. Hey, Miss America, speech. <laughs> Miss America, bravo, speech. Speech. <laughs> you know, I, I I do it all. So, I have always wanted to be Anita. So all her songs and ad lib shit are just is my face. Mm-hmm. You know, I hadn't seen yeah. it in years. I mean, I, I can't even think. Probably ten, fifteen. I don't know. She sat down and watched the entire thing today. And I knew every line. Every line. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, no, every line. I knew it before they said it. <laughs> That's me with most movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Classics, yeah. Um. Yeah, I I noticed a few things that I didn't notice, you know, when I was five or the last time that I actually paid attention to this movie. Uh. But I'm going to let you start on something first because I might want to add to it. Ooh. <laughs> Is it that time? And it's because of what I noticed. Ah, let me You got a little juice shaker? What is that? Oh, I ran out of simple syrup. So literally like 30 minutes ago, I made simple syrup. <laughs> and that's what I put it okay. in. So that's what it is. Okay. All I saw was the top of that, and I thought it was like Rory or Brooklyn sippy cup or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's you only stole the kid's syrup. cup to make alcohol. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I did. They drank my juice. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> okay. So, hold on. Let me make my drink real quick before we start this. Jamal. Fill up your... Are you guys prepared? We're good. All right. I don't hear no shaking, uh, therefore it must be ready. No, I meant that it was already well shaken. Mm -hmm. That's why the pressure is high. Oh, yeah. Oh, this looks so good. Okay. So, everybody... Grab your West Side cocktail. Got it. And get ready for the motherfucking drinking game. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. So, are you, you ready for the motherfucking drinking game? Got timing down again. Simpy. You do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mama's simping. Get ready to simp, mama. Mom, when was the last time you and I actually shared a drink together? Has there ever been an occasion? And we're not talking about Easter because you usually just get Ashley drunk at Easter. <laughs> Ashley is in the building, by the way. She's just hanging out. She's a little tired and buzzed because she did a different game today called Yoga and Sip and Yoga. Ashley, send me a Zoom. Let's do that tomorrow. <laughs> Zenobia said, send her a Zoom. Let's do that tomorrow. But it requires a bottle, a, a glass of wine. You got to have wine in both of your hands. It's almost like Edward Forty hands, but you're doing yoga. So good. Okay, well then I'm going to get champagne then. Dude, she walked outside stressed out. She came back inside giggling her fucking ass off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that I, I sounds... 
exactly <laughs> what I need right now. I figured Smashley was not going to drink this cocktail because she doesn't like nah, vodka. Nah, you know how she feels about that vodka life. I don't know. This is really it's good. good. I Babe, don't you taste it. Try it. Well, it yeah. gives her a headache is a thing. Oh, okay. That's right. Try a sip. Very good. Try a sip Just sip. My mom's. It's good. I only got a little bit left. The motherfucking drinking game? <laughs> That's the next one. You don't like it? It's so tart. Can you bring us that lemon juice, please? <laughs> Since you're up. All right. So, here's a motherfucking drinking game. Like my, like my water I mean. Your water's got <laughs> vodka in it? It's got but vodka. It's got lemon and it's got mint. <laughs> Dang. This, is, this is not water, Mom. This is why we fight about you drinking water. Because this is not water. This tastes like, to me, like a lemon drop cocktail uh, with a hint of mint. Uh -huh. Like, I feel like I'm missing the sugar rim for this drink. So tomorrow when I make this again for my Saturday day after drink... Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm going to put sugar on the rim because I feel like that's what it's missing. There you go. Maybe it's just because I really like lemon drops, though. They're really good cocktails. So, For me, it tastes similar to a mojito. And I love me it some does. mojitos. Uh, that was another draw for me because of the mint and stuff. I was like, well, this is probably going to taste semi like a mojito. It. It's good. I, I uh, recommend this for people. All right. So can I start this motherfucking drinking game? I'm waiting Thanks. on you. Okay. You got so the you rule gonna book. Take, you going to take a simp when somebody snaps. Yes. Yep. When they be snapping, okay. you be simping. That means that literally as soon as you see a human being, you're going to be like, sip, 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 sip. Mm -hmm. So get ready for that one. All right. You're going to take a simp. When someone sings. So this means when a song starts, when somebody sings, okay. you're going to take a sip. I was going to say, not that, shit. Not that every time it comes out of somebody's mouth you sing, just every song. Okay, you can't, okay? You can't simp every lyric. There's quite a few. Yeah, not every lyric. <laughs> you would never make it. No. Who knows? So you're, could be, who knows? It's only just out of reach on a block on a beach I'm a to go it make them cannonball and down through the sky gleaming its eye bright as a roll I fucking love this show nice okay. that's actually pretty good I like They're that really good. thank you okay so um you gonna take a simp when there's some old school lingo nice so that oobly oo shit up. no thank you ooh oobly oo and you can punctuate it Ooh. Oogly ooh. <laughs> she, Crackle jackle. All that shit. Whatever that means. Jay was you asking know, me about that I was that asking earlier. my mom about those earlier. What did you say those girls ooh. were? I said Oogly they were ooh. the early valley girls. Hello. Ooh. I was like, mom, what they, the hell is this ooh, oogly ooh shit? You thought the valley girls. And you can punctuate it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I thought that they were like... The first wave of some some like, like pink ladies or some right. Mm. I thought they were like pink ladies. They were like rough <laughs> and tough. They weren't super sweet, you know. Yeah, um, they they were kind of like pink ladies. Yeah, that's what I always thought they were. They were just like you know, but the pink but, ladies but to the T birds. But this beach was the Valley Girls. 
Oh. Oogity oo. That girl did not speak <laughs> English in the entire movie. She had like five lines and they were all oogly oo. <laughs> See? So every time you hear these weird ass shit, take a sip. Uh-huh. They say a lot of them. They say a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna take a sip. I and Velma. There you go. I and Velma ain't dumb. Right? Is that what you said? Really? Because you can't speak English. That's mm-hmm. dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> so you gonna take a simp when there's a fight. So this is also the first scene where they beat up little John. Anytime that anybody's is on camera. <laughs> yep. Little uh, brat always trying to prove herself. I like her. Listen, uh, I licked you twice and I could do it again. Do it again. He's like, what do you know? She goes, all I know is I need to go... Find a, a skirt. <laughs> Find a skirt. Why don't you go put out a skirt? She's like, I can't have, have scabby knees. <laughs> I love it because I was a little a young girl with scabby knees who would be falling and scraping her knee all the time. In and out of the shadows. Yep. In and out of the shadows. Yep. You're done good, buddy so, boy. So you go take a sip. <laughs> I love you guys. That was awesome. <laughs> So you going to take a simp when somebody fights. I'm also going to take when they try to rape Anita. Oh, hell fuck no. fuck those dudes. That's when I was like, fuck you, Jets. Mm-hmm. You guys were I until then. And so, yeah, I'm going to take that as a fight as well. So you going to take a simp when somebody smokes. So if you see somebody smoking with a cigarette, it doesn't happen. Is there a lot of smoke? Crazy. No. And it's it doesn't not happen much. a yeah. crazy amount. But it's in there. Okay. So when you see it, you know, take a sip. I got you. The girls smoke. They smoke when they're yeah. at Doc's store. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, hey, can I offer you a smoke, uh, Bernardo? And he's like, no, I don't smoke. And he's just like, you know, because that dancer. was a thing in the 50s. He is definitely a dancer. Right. Uh, you going to take a sip when you see the cops. So when the popos show up, uh-huh. you're going to take a sip. So this is Officer Krupski and uh, Detective day, whatever Officer his name. Krupke. I have been a Lieutenant Shrank. Top of the day, Lieutenant Shrank. And Officer Krupski. Top of the day, Officer Krupski. Yes. Oh, top all of those the day. Fools, <laughs> all those guys, you're going to take a sip when those two show up. And they show up. I'm going to bring top of the day back. Always like are that you gonna one. Put, are you going to say to ya at the end or just top of the day? Top of the day to you. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just punctuate it with whoever I'm talking to. Top, top of, of the, the day, day, Zenobia. Top of the day, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so you going to take a simp when Anita tell somebody they shouldn't do something because she is the voice of reason in this whole goddamn movie. Yeah. Her and Doc. Mm-hmm. And anytime she tells them, don't go to the Rumble, don't be chasing after the stupid boy, you gonna take a sip because Anita is the... She the brains. I love her. She is in America now. Puerto Rico is in America now. I almost did every time she tells a joke because her jokes would be funny. She cute. She, she is funny. She funny. And that, that's why they make sense. Her and Bernardo make so much sense because he's like serious, but he has like a funny side. And yeah. she's like more funny. Yeah, he like plays back at her. 
Yeah, their relationship's so cute. Mm -hmm. Oh. So, uh, you go take a simp when somebody dies. Damn. He killed your brother! Now, there's three deaths in this movie. Who dies? And <laughs> that would be Riff and then Not Bernardo. Riff. Oh. No! I know. So. He's the most heartbreaking we, for me, honestly. Riff, Bernardo, and Tony. Uh, Tony Maria. Die. Oh, so I mean Tony. She don't. She but, don't. Uh, when they do die, you're going to take a sip. All right. Instead of pouring one out for your homies, pour one out into your mouth for those homies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so you're going to finish your drink. Finish that drink. When Maria and Tony first meet. So their little oh. dream sequence. Yeah, when dun, they put dun, the dun, dun, grease dun. around the lens. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. I know that whole dance. You dun, know how dun, they do dun, that, dun, though, right? Dun, dun. They put grease in it? That's how you blur out the lens back then. You put Vaseline dun, dun, around dun, the lens. Dun, dun. Except where you want to focus in on. Dang, Gina. I mean, maybe oh. they did it in post-production, but that's normally how they used to do it. That's how they got them across the room from each other. Well, that's how they blurred out the rest of the right, camera. Right, I got you. That's why you notice it's just a straight circle. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. I can't get it out of my head now. Dun, 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 I will. I know, they do those laps. And, you know, I love it that everyone fades out. Yeah. And they, you know, they dance off and it's just them. Yeah. And then it goes right back to them being in the dance. It is so awesome. I love it. It's. Brilliant. It's, it's good. He's one of them. Can't you see? No, I only saw him. I only saw him. That's it. Get away from literally, my sister. I only have literally, screen. that's all she saw. You right. saw what she saw, and everyone faded out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're going to finish your drink. When Tony and Maria pretend to get married. Nice. So when he comes and sneaks into their uh, dress shop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Anita tells her, you know, what the fuck you doing? You better uh -huh. be home in 15 minutes. Love her. She's like, Buenos she's noches. like the cool auntie. It's too early for too buenos early. noches. Buenos tardes. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Buenos, buenos tardes. tardes. Buenos noches. You go get either. I will lock up. It's too early for noches. Buenas tardes. Tardes, yeah, he says it's so white. I love it though. He's trying. He's trying. Anybody tries. <laughs> I, he does. I, I am not a person that speaks. I guess I can sign language a little bit enough that I can understand and I can get my point across to you. Uh, but any other language, I feel like if I'm trying, just know that I'm trying. Yeah, work like, with me, right? Work with me. I'm trying to help you. We try to. We try it. Uh huh. Okay. So uh, when they get little pretend married, she's like, that's my papa. And he's like, sorry, papa. I love it. They're just so cute. <laughs> so you going to finish your drink uh -oh. when Maria makes her speech to the boys at the end. where she's How many bullets are left, Chino? Enough for you and you. All of you. You all killed him and my brother and Riff. 
not with bullets and guns. With hate. And what for myself? For me and what for me too. Yes. Uh, that little sad at the end. You all killed uh, him. And my brother. You all killed him. And Riff. And Riff. Not with you guys guns did and it. bullets. With hate. But with hate. Yes. Yes! No, I have hate. Well, I hate Tate, yes. Because <laughs> she went from being the sweetest and she came to America. She was just happy. She wanted to find love and have her family. And what happens? Y'all didn't Y'all kill it. somebody she loved. You killed not only someone that I love, but you killed my brother. And then you just killed your, like, our own homie got killed. Like, your, mm-hmm. your homie got killed. Like, for what? Yeah. And... The best part about this movie is that it's still relevant to what's going on today. Oh, Gangs sure. kill each other. Gangs kill each it. other, and we kill each other for what? For what? For the land that's beneath you? Yeah, pretty much. It makes. And I understand where they're coming from because, like, especially when you listen to. Uh, dear uh, Officer McCluskey, <laughs> you can. Yeah. Krupke, you hear all of My the horrible song. things, where all the horrible things that are going on in their lives. Oh, yeah. You know, the reason why they are the way they are is because no one loves them at home. No one respects them. No one cares about them. My and sister the is they a commie. My brother wears a dress. <laughs> They're no? all misunderstood youths. With yeah. all the marijuana, they won't give me they a don't puff. Give me a puff. <laughs> they didn't want to have me, but, have but me, somehow but I was happy. Golly Moses! That's why we're so bad! And what does that song show you? Is that they just kept passing them on to somebody else, somebody mm-hmm. else, somebody else, somebody yep. else. Grumpy, we've got troubles of our own. Yeah. They're like, just put them in jail. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's super sad. So that's, I think, why this musical lasts so long is because we haven't changed that it's much. No. It, it's a timeless it's story. Still it's still relevant. It's, it's, it's a, this is Romeo and Juliet reimagined for this the 1960s. Romeo and Juliet. 60s. Yeah. And they even follow well, the storyline of how they fall in love. How, yeah, I think even the trailers know. used to call it the Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, I watched the trick. Literally, well, they, yeah, the is ads used to Romeo it. and Juliet. The Romeo and yeah, Juliet I watched the Juliet. trailer for it, and that's exactly what it said mm-hmm. on it. Like, even the storyline matches. Like, <laughs> after uh, Romeo kills Juliet's cousin, they sleep together. Yep. After Tony kills Bernardo, they sleep together. It's yeah. exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Except Doc is the priest, yep. and Anita is the nurse. I thought Doc was a village idiot. <laughs> you mind? I have no mind. I'm the village idiot. He said, oh, he, he, said, he, said he was. That's what he said. He's like, he does mind? He goes, I have no mind. I have no mind. I'm the village idiot. I'm the village idiot. Nobody yep. listens to me. I like him. Because he is, you know, he's Romeo's confidant yep. who helps him. Wait, is that it? It's, you know, that's it. You got something out? Oh, yeah. Mom, what do you think is missing from this drinking game? Tell me, Mama, tell me! You put me on the spot. Okay, I'll go first. You knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> You've listened to 90-something episodes. Come on. You know it was coming. Uh, Are I'm, we on 90-something episodes? I don't Holy know. Shit. I'm, yeah, we're approaching that. 100. 
For sure. Oh my god! We gotta do something. Okay, go ahead. See each other? <laughs> On the hundreds one, we see each other for the first time in like uh, six months. Oh my god. No, <laughs> no I've been like two months, two and a half, three months. It has been two months. Um, I'm gonna say take a sip anytime that you see a sideways belt buckle. Oh. <laughs> Did you notice that shit? Yeah. Everybody that's... wears their belt buckle on their hip. I used to do that. I don't know if that's too. a nineteen funny. gang thing or what, but it's very prominent in this movie. And that's you how you know you're a jet in there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, hey, if gangs today wear you know red and blue bandanas, why can't the Jets wear sideways belt buckles? I mean, by all means, the you know the Cowboys that's wore red sashes. That's all it that's was. They knew. Maybe that's just a Jets thing. That's a Jets thing. I didn't check uh, the, the sharks, sharks to see if they wore sideways belt buckles. Somebody's got to fact check that so. for us. I didn't see it. I don't I see them wear belts at all. But but I do have one more. I know there's a lot of simping in this drinking game already, so you may just want to amend one. Uh, but you take a sip anytime the signature whistle is heard. Well, yeah. I thought she said that. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. So I, I hope I did it heard, justice. Though. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And they do that before you see anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that tune. So you got to start it off. Oh, they're whistling. Sam. Start the movie. <laughs> that <laughs> tune uh, is spread out through some of the music, mm. the actual composure of the music, that tune. Mm-hmm. You just hear it slightly uh, variated in different parts of the show, which I love it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mom, what you got? You got anything to add? To the drinking game or no? She don't want to drink no more. <laughs> no, I didn't uh, think about it beforehand, so I'm not <laughs> ready. We just improvise here and there. Yeah, I know. All right, well, that's the motherfucking, motherfucking drinking. Drink. Are you pausing? Game. Yes, it's hard to do it when we're off. I like, feel like I you're to... pausing just to throw me off. I was like, I was on point. I started there, and then she stopped. <laughs> All purpose. Yes, so trip me up. You, you want to do it again? Will that make you happy? No, this makes me happy. I'm so jealous because I love those cups. Mm. Those are my cactus cups. Yeah, they're pretty. I like them. <laughs> and they go well with the Oh mint. yeah. This could also yeah. be considered. Some... Smells good. So one of the reasons why men wore their belt buckles. Smash Lee's got a, a fact check for us. Tell me. A word? Oh. Maybe just don't rub That's your so fucking smart. belly these, on the car. These are don't be rubbing your balls. Yeah, these are roughnecks that <laughs> didn't have cars. Style, Turned into a style. They didn't even have bikes. Okay. Hey, I mean, look at the trucker hats. People are wearing it who weren't truckers. That's true. <laughs> look at the beards. Hipsters mm. started wearing them even though they can't cut a piece of wood. <laughs> so uh that's the motherfucking drink again yeah so before we jo- dive into this movie do you can i hit you with the broadway history please 
Let's hear it. Okay. Go for it. So, West Side Story. Open on Broadway September 26, 1957. So, it is based on Romeo and Juliet, like I said. Mm -hmm. And it ran for... 732 shows. Sep now, when was it? September 26th? September 26th, 1957. Raise your hand if you were around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, she was. <laughs> My mama was but there. She didn't, but she didn't live in New York, and she wasn't on Broadway. She didn't go see it on Broadway. So, no. no. Uh, I think the first no. one I saw was Chorus Line. Ooh. Oh, okay. Before I start, I just want to point out my record. What you got? Oh, you got the West Side Story up. I you got. That. So I do have West Side Story. What is that? Fame? Fame. I got fame. I got. Sound of music. Yes. And, and I have I like cabaret. It. Cabaret. No. No, that's. So oh. those are my, my uh, theater vinyls nice. for this episode. All right. I was like, I was like, I have West Side Story. I'm pretty sure I have West Side Story. And I dug through. All of these vitals, and I found it. I found it. It wasn't where it was supposed to be, but I found it. <laughs> so, you yeah. Cabaret. I do have Cabaret. The movie version of Cabaret. I have that uh, up there. So, yeah. That's Those are like. some of the last bit of my musical vinyls that I have. Mm. But, yeah. So, the uh, West Side Story only ran for 732 shows. Which is not that much because mm -hmm. we've mentioned two shows this month that ran over a thousand shows yeah. each. So back then they didn't run as long, I'm assuming. I don't know. Maybe next week I can tell you. Next week I'm going to look up what qualifies, how many shows you have to do to qualify for a Tony. Apparently it's over 700. Yeah. But I would like to know what's what gives you qualification. How many shows run do you have to have to be a Tony? I don't know. I'm sure people out there do know. Wait a minute. If you're doing five shows a week and then twice on Sunday, or is it eight shows a week normally? Isn't that a normal? Babe, you would know. I would say that Hi, the normal. The <laughs> How many I would shows say the norm in a week? For Broadway. Nine. Did they perform? Nine. Yeah. Eight or nine. Because you... Ten? Eight to ten? Eight to ten? Because there was always a matinee. Yeah. Matinee on Saturday and Sunday or just Sunday? Saturday and Sunday, yeah. Okay, so that's four right there. Sometimes during the weekday, too. Do they do Monday through Friday? Is there no days off? There's no days off, but there are understudies. That's why they have understudies. Damn, Gina. If sometimes they might get one day off. Um, I was going to say, yeah, they would take one day off. They would take one day off, but then, like you said, the understudy goes in. Because I've been to uh -huh. show where there's an understudy. Um, yeah. But if you're on, if you're, you would do five days a week. It's eight. Eight, see? I was, I was right. <laughs> I said eight or nine. Yeah. So maybe Because you do five... It's either a matinee on Saturday and Sunday, and you take Monday off. Yeah. Monday seems like it's off. I would um, assume so. And they make adjustments to the show. They do tech shit. Yeah. Because I have... Yeah. Mondays are closed, and usually mm -hmm. 
you there is a matinee on Saturday and Sunday because gotcha. I've been to Saturday and Sunday matinees. That's so the I we go do to with the old people. With the old people, you still <laughs> get to dress me. up cute. I dressed exactly oh. the same way. As you them. still dress. <laughs> <laughs> you still dress up. You can dress up very fancy if you want to. But matinees are also good for if you're like you know more of a relaxed. You want to wear khakis and a polo. Nothing like too fancy. You can wear. It, you know you can wear a sundress. I That's better what not see you in a t-shirt like. though. <laughs> I still am gonna say or, no on the t-shirt shorts. because. It's it's the it's the theater. theater. It's the theater. theater. <laughs> You have to say it like that. We still the say it anyway. It's the theater. <laughs> you can't just go there. How That's dare how feel... you bring those trousers into the theater? That's how I feel about when people like come to church in t-shirts and shorts. I'm like, you're going to church. Like this is holy ground. This is we're coming here to praise the Lord. That's how I feel about the theater. Don't come in t-shirts and shorts because this is holy ground. We come here to praise the theater gods. With our presence, with our claps, with our boots, and with our clothing. You wouldn't wear that to the club, would you? I did no. last night. <laughs> clubs, well, they good clubs let have you dress in. Clothes. This is God's club. You ain't letting you in with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it was originally started being created in 1949. And the show started off being called East Side Story. And it was going to be based on two different religions. So Catholic, and a Catholic boy and a Jewish girl falling in love with each other. Which one was the Montagues? <laughs> Probably Catholics. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and by the 1955, there started to be Latino gangs here in Los Angeles doing riots and gang shit. Them Zootsuiters. So, the suit suitors. Get out of my exactly. head, mom. <laughs> Which is also a extremely good uh, musical. Zoot yeah. suit. Look that up, y'all. Zoot um, Riot. I mean, that song's not in it, but yes. I Throw know, back I... a bottle of beer. Yeah. Zoot Suit Riot. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's what it was initially supposed to be. And they also were thinking of setting this show in Los Angeles. Uh, being with more Mexican and white gangs. Oh, okay. Okay, but it, it never came to fruition, and it worked where it was Puerto Ricans and whites. And I like show it said was... New York, even though it is yeah. said to be, you know, the name is West Side Story. West Side? West Side, West Side. Throw it up the to East W. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the original was also called East Side Story, so that could have been a good one, but it doesn't have a good ring to it as West Side. Um, so, this show was also hard to get produced and made. They took it around to a bunch of different producers for Broadway, and they didn't like that one. They were changing a classic uh, Shakespearean play into this modern-day musical. What's wrong with that? So that... This is 1950-something. I don't know. They didn't, like, they didn't like people to do anything fun. <laughs> I don't know. It was the 50s. So that Uptight. was one of the things. Uptight. Traditional, mm -hmm. old school. How dare so, you insult the great William Shakespeare? 
Shakespeare. Oh, so, they didn't yeah. even like him in his time. Back off me. They did not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he stole his, his stories from other stories. So uh -huh. he... They also had to do with that. People didn't like the whole gang violence and, you know, Latino and white people problems. You know, oh, they yeah. didn't want to see that stuff. Okay. Yeah, they didn't want to see they didn't want to see any of that. Oh, they didn't but want to they didn't want to look in the mirror? Right. Exactly, you know? It's too real. It's too real for them. I'm sorry. So it opened MGM don't like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> So it opened, people loved it, it became awesome, and in uh, 19, 1958, uh -huh. it won some Tonys, so it won a Tony for Best Choreography, duh, yeah. because the choreography for this show is amazing, yeah. and Best Scene Design, so the I Scenic like Design, is that design or was, design? it said Scenic Design. Scenic Design. Okay. Well, I mean, the set design does make it look like it. They are outside the majority of this whole movie. I don't For know. For sure, our uh, show, uh, but it also won best actress in a musical in two thousand and nine. Word. And Karen uh, Olivio, she won for uh, Anita. Yeah. And she, you might know her as the original Vanessa in. The Heights. So she also okay. is. She is a in Broadway star. In the Heights comes out next year, I think, as long as they finish shooting. Lights I mean, up on Washington Heights, about to break the dawn. Gotta wake up and push this little chump away. Okay. Uh. So yeah, you're gonna like it. You're gonna really like Tengo it. Tengo cherry, strawberry, and just for today, I got mame. <laughs> See? Oh, yeah, gonna love bueno, it. Como esta? Well, in 2009, <laughs> I, I got to memorize I know, Bob, that one. He calls That's me. one of my favorites. He calls me all the time, like that too, and I'm always like, okay. Yeah. I would love. I to can't do. Dude, if I ever did theater, I'd want to play with Snobby. It's an awesome role, mm -hmm. and I can't believe true theater fans know about it. But yeah, so yeah. so I around that snobby, time, you probably never heard my name. Report to my fame, exaggerated that. All right, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. Continue. Wait till the movie comes out, movie. and then we'll do it. Wait till it comes out, and then we'll do it, okay? okay. So, yeah, so she won in 2009. Okay. Uh, it still travels around the world till this day. I saw it probably two years ago. It came here to Riverside at the Fox Theater. Yeah, we saw it, it around amazing. two years ago. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. In Long it, Beach. It, it was a great production. You know, they did half of... You know it, a lot of it in Spanish, yes. which was cool. It was live, lovely. So every high school has done this at least once. Every high school theater has done this once. Mm. Every theater has had it in their theater at least once. I love it. Because this show never dies. And that's I'm just excited a little bit of Matter of fact, one of my friends uh, I found out recently is one of the principal dancers in the movie. So I want to see how much screen time she gets. Anita looks dark as hell. I don't know if she's black or if she really is Puerto Rican. Mm. Either way, I'm so happy that they are, look like they're using real Latin people. And real white not people. Not white people. And real white people. <laughs> they should have hired Latin people to be the white people and put white face on them. And then have the white people be the Latin people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I 
mean, if you're gonna go for it, might as well. Just go full. Just go full for it. So, uh, you want to talk about these directors for us? Oh, are we done with Broadway? That's a little bit of Broadway for you. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. That was a long walk. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about these directors, starting with uh, the, I guess, first one, the creator and the brainchild of this movie, Mr. Jerome Robbins. Jerome in the house. I Jerome. said Jerome in the house. Uh, uh, watch your mouth. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to do that. <laughs> Did you really? I can't I dance because we're so constricted right now, but... <laughs> we're a little tight. We're a little Watch your mouth. Kind of tight. <laughs> yes. So Jerome Robbins, uh, this is one of the only movie where a movie has won the Oscar for best director, and two people were awarded, yet oh, one yeah. of them was fired. So, he, but he he did do a huge part of it though. He did a big numbers. Oh yeah, in the absolutely. show. I mean, he created the show. He created right. the story. Uh, mm-hmm. I pointed out because if uh, Bohemian Rhapsody would have won for best director, they would have that would have been the second time because in that movie, Brian Singer was fired. Oh, for a fired one? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, but yeah, okay. Jerome Robbins uh, was the first director, but this was his directorial debut, and the producers, the studio, did not want to give him full control of the movie, being that he had never made a movie before. Now, he was a dance choreographer. He's a theater guy. He's a method actor and musical theater all the way. And yeah, he does. Yeah, go he ahead. does a great job. He does. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like I, like you said, this was the first time that two directors won a Oscar at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this did happen again, and it didn't happen again until forty six years later, when the director award was given to the Cohen brothers mm-hmm. for. No Country for Old Men in 2007. Ah. So that was the next time that two directors got one Oscar. It took 47 years. Nice. Uh, but they both finished their movie. Yeah. Unlike this one. Jerome so that does... got fired because uh, they brought on Robert Weiss, who many of you would recognize his work. My dude has been around since 1914. If you've ever seen uh, the movie that's on Zenobia's wall back there, mm-hmm. The Sound of Music, then yes. you know Robert Weiss. Oh, yes, I do. The hero saw a life with the sound of music. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, so they brought on Robert Weiss, uh, and he was more of the guiding hand, and Jerome Robbins was uh, in charge of the choreography, the dancing. And the musical numbers. But he was very, very adamant about a lot of it. He was a perfectionist. And because of such, he did a lot of takes. A shit ton. 
and it put them over budget. Because you can't do that back then nope, because it's, back not then. it's not it's digital. It's not digital. It's all film. You waste all that our film. <laughs> you waste all our film. Exactly. Dude, and film, you know, ordinarily the ratio with film is uh, six to one. Meaning you're burning roughly six minutes of film for every one minute of actual footage that you use or that you get uh, of a take. Now, That's he crazy. was doing way more than that. It's more like 36 to 1. Holy shit! Like, he was not happy unless the scene was perfect. And that was including the dancers, including the filmmakers, the choreography, the singing, the movement, just everything. It had to be perfect. I understand that. I do too. But it... It was perfect. It was. And I think that... Uh, so that's why he got fired, was because he put them over budget. And apparently he was a bit of a tyrant on set. And he had uh, created animosity between the actors, which many directors have done. You know? So, like, the Jets were not allowed to socialize with the Sharks off-camera. They weren't allowed to eat with them. They just were not. But because of all these things as a culmination, they fired him after principal photography. But Robert Weiss brought him back on for the purpose of the edit, which you pointed out earlier uh, that a lot of the editing was done really, really well. Like when they're all singing uh, tonight. The Jets are going to have their way tonight. Anita's gonna have a little mix tonight. <laughs> I love it. She's sitting there getting tired. Poor dear. dear. And then he got tired as long as he's here. <laughs> like she she was so down. I love her. She's like Yeah. Yeah, but black the way they orchid. cut all of that together <laughs> and mixed back and forth between everybody and synced everybody's voices up. And then at the end they're all singing in unison. Is what she was pointing out is like fantastic editing. Cause they began it, cause they began it, and we're the ones who's gonna stop it once and for all tonight. <laughs> and nothing against yeah. Robert Weiss, it's just I think that it was Jerome Robbins um, and his adamantness to see that perfection that has caused this movie to stand the test of time. I agree. Uh, I do like some of the editing, like where the Jets are walking down the street, oh, and yeah. they do the overhead shot of them, and then the, sh- the sharks come up, and then they like scare them off, mm-hmm. and then they all jump up, and when they jump up, it's them jumping up for the basketball, and they come down, and they're on the court. Like I love that transition. I'm, yeah, I've always thought, one. like, that's such a good transition to just <laughs> move it along, like... It's it's visually beautiful. Nowadays so you see I it on YouTube it. and it's like, man, you didn't invent that shit. You got an no. app that you just plug in nowadays. Somebody had to think of that. Yeah. Well, okay. There's this, there's this documentary that's supposed to be, I believe it's called The Art of Film. And it's broken. Like, I did not finish it because it was like 10, 12 episodes or something like that. Mm. But they were talking about the evolution of movie making I'm and it goes all the way. Bro. Yeah, it goes all the way back to Edison, like, you know, doing the first, like, movies. But they showed, it showed, like, the very, very first close-up 
which was in some silent movie, and it's a close-up of a little girl petting a cat. Mm -hmm. It went from like a wide shot to a close-up, and that was the very first close-up ever. Someone had to think of that. Is this Someone narrated had to be like, by Bruce Block, by chance? I think it is. Okay. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. This is called The but Art I'll, of I'll look the Visual up. Story. No, then I don't think it's the right one. It's, it's That was not what it was called. Okay. Bruce Block but I will is find the uh, cinematographer for Saturday Night Live, as well as a freelance cinematographer. He's done many movies like Green Street Hooligans and a few others. But the first thing that he talks about in his course uh, is where film came from. And he starts with Edison, as well as the aspect ratio, what the golden ratio is. Yeah, and it shows, like, you know, the evolution of movies in different countries. Cinemascope, all that shit, why it came to be. Yeah. It might be the same thing. They may have changed the name, but I know what you're talking about. Send me a link. I'm going to find it, yeah. But it it was a very eye-opening... Thing because somebody had to think of that. You don't mm-hmm. think of like who thought of doing the first close up. Mm-hmm. Somebody did, and now it's in every movie mm-hmm. has a close up. You know? Yeah. So, yeah Before then, it was just like a wide. It was like watching a stage play. You saw everything all, mm-hmm. all the time. Nobody thought exactly. about moving the camera. Exactly. So, like you said, the directors did separate their jets and their sharks, Mm -hmm. but they did encourage them to pull pranks on each other. What? Yeah, to heighten up the intensity between the two groups. Okay. Uh, So they would do, you know, a shark would put a poster up on the wall and a jet would come and rip it down. You know, they would drop water balloons on each other. Like, you know, stuff like that. Gotcha. Fun... Fun, harmless pranks on each other, mild, but mild stuff. Yeah. mild stuff so that they can, you know, keep that rivalry going and that spirit going. Now, there were a couple of sharks and jets that actually were roommates. Uh, so, you know, you couldn't really separate those those people. But uh-huh. uh, for the most part, yeah. You got a Jets poster yeah. on the wall. I ain't looking at that for two weeks, man. Take it down. <laughs> you better take it down. You better look through it, Superman, because I ain't taking it down. You better have x-ray Close vision. Close for all I care. <laughs> I ain't taking it down. <laughs> this is not Black History Month. We already did that one. Yeah, but it's so good. <laughs> it is so good. It's so good. So, um... Well, then I have a question. Would you mind translating that into Spanish? <laughs> into Spanish? <laughs> Are there any questions? Yes, sir. Would you mind translating that into Spanish? <laughs> that is so funny. That's so fucked up. Even the jets because are laughing. Like, the jets are like, "Oh, he got you, fucking get out of here, cops. Bernardo!" Please. <laughs> yep. So, do you want to hear a fun fact? Give me that fun fact. This is probably my favorite fact that I found out this whole week. Okay. So the actors, they wore <clears throat> twenty pairs of sock of shoes. Uh, the fuck? They applied more than a hundred pounds of makeup. They split twenty-seven pairs of pants. Dude. And oh, they performed crazy. in thirty different recording sessions. So thirty different days, they had to go in there. And 
dance. That is nuts. So this was so bad that the actor who played Bernardo split his pants twice nice. while he was doing uh, America. So Of course it's America. Of course. Yeah, that one was... That's, that's... the best... The best dancing in this entire movie is America, mm. uh, hands down. At least in my book. It's just beautifully done to have the girls and the guys battle each other, mm-hmm. which is something that's not done in the stage play, which is usually just the girls dancing. But in the movie, we get to see both of the guys dan- the guys and the girls dancing, yeah. and I love it. I'm um, partial but- to the one at the dance itself, too, though, because that's between the Jets and the Sharks. And everybody gets Mambo? a chance. Not only that, but they have different styles that they get to show. Mambo! Mambo! Go! They're like, okay, let's do this. I don't know. I'm just going to say, for me, America is the best dance scene in the movie. It's gorgeous. So he split his pants twice, and he only had two pair of pants. For this scene. Ooh. So what they did is that they made him they made him wear black tights underneath his black pants and oh. then put the split black pants over those and he had to dance. In split and you pants. can't even you can't in tell. split pants. Can't tell. Can't tell. Zoom in but on the balls. Those, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but those guys ripped a lot of pants. They uh I believe this is one of the first things they dyed and they used like stretchy jean fabric, elastic like fabric uh-huh. for these dancers because it would be too hard for them to do those uh, dances in regular clothes. real hell no in real you know Levi jeans. Those don't they, they don't, don't make it so that they, they can't flex. Whoa! You can't get you your leg up here in regular. Can't get it up. Levi jeans. They created the first Jiggins. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> They're so inventive. It's awesome. Thank yeah. you for that, musical theater. <laughs> Thank you, musical theater. Mm. So who, who's next? Let's get through this. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the least seen person in this movie. Miss Marnie Nixon. Why do I say this? Because you don't see her. You hear her. Oh, oh, yes, you do. <laughs> she is the singing voice of not only all of Maria's songs, but also part of one for Anita. I say yeah, part so because it's only a certain note that she couldn't hit. The rest are sung by Anita. But Natalie Wood true. did not sing. No, that's true. So Natalie Wood could sing. She just could not hit those high notes mm. that they were asking her to hit. Yeah. So at first they were just going to replace her with her uh, as her voice double for the high parts, but then they eventually just replaced Natalie Wood entirely with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the song, uh, A Boy Like That Will Kill Your Brother, mm-hmm. Forget That Boy and, and Find Another. <laughs> One of your own kind, stick, stick to with your, your own kind. So I song, <laughs> Anita has the best. Anyway, but um, in that song, once they start singing, mm-hmm. it's literally her singing to herself because she is she is straight singing up singing, singing to Wood. herself. She's singing to herself in some parts. That's funny. Yeah. I thought that was crazy. 
Uh, I did know that initially she was supposed to do Natalie Wood, right? Yeah, she was only supposed to do Natalie Wood as far as I know. But then she eventually ended up having to do Anita's part and she asked for more money and they didn't want to give it to her. Well, she asked she for like, royalties, which I royalties think Royalties on the soundtrack. On the soundtrack. And I think she was yes. deserving of it. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they gave it to her because I just looked on, on this, on this album it. here they, and I didn't see her name on no, there. No, she doesn't get uh, credit on it. But what uh, one of the producers finally conceded and gave her 0.25% of his royalties. Of Which his apparently own. is oh, a that's lot. Sweet. That is because this uh, soundtrack mm-hmm. was the biggest soundtrack of 1961. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, think about it. If you get points, let's say you make a million dollars, which they probably made more, uh, 0.25% of that is like 25 grand, if I'm thinking yeah. of that correctly. Would it be like a million dollars today or close to a mil today? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's not that much for doing the majority of the singing on the album. Exactly. Well, Miss that's Marnie pretty fucked up. Is the voice behind many uh, famous singer, if you know? Mm-hmm. I do. Yes. So she is also the singer for Miss Audrey Hepburn. Yes. Yep. As well as uh, Miss Marilyn Monroe. Uh huh. And because Marilyn Monroe can't sing. Had a hand in My Fair Lady. She sure did. I also I mean, saw uh, that... A Sound of Music. I'm sorry. Well, she's in A Sound of Music. She's Isn't in that it? her? She's not credited. Isn't that her? So I'm assuming it's just her voice. But oh, is she... Okay. I'm assuming that she is one of the nuns. So she's either playing one of the nuns or she yeah, her is name's the like singer sister behind one of the nuns. But technically she's unaccredited. Well, okay. she's unaccredited for a lot of things. Yeah. She also is the grandmother on uh, Mulan. Yes, she, she does is. the singing voice she does for the grandmother. Voice for the grandma in Mulan. Yes. Some millennials who grandma might not Mulan. have seen this movie have definitely heard her voice in Mulan. Beads of jade for beauty. <laughs> you must proudly show it. And she was old then, so yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was. Uh, so yeah, so she's still around. She's still around. Well, yeah, I think she is. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No, she did pass away. Oh, she I did passed not away that. in uh, 2016. So the voice of Maria, Maria. Mm-hmm. The it's last gone. last thing that she worked on was uh, Glee. She did a voice on Glee, or she was on it. Uh. Says she did a voice. Oh no, it's it's soundtrack. Cool, she's probably doing something, yeah. but she kept she had no. that beautiful voice all the way through. Yep. Last uh, acting end. she did was uh, on your show, Law and Order. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. I saw that all there. Yeah. That was in two thousand and one. It's that's me, you too, right? Mm. That is my show. <laughs> yeah, I know. So before we dive into this cast, I do have a couple of people that I want to mention. Let's first and foremost say that this is a big ass cast, and yeah, we can't so talk about it everybody. And quit it. No. 
And therefore, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to talk about anybody. Because, like I said, uh, we have our own personal IMDb here. So, <laughs> the first person we're going to talk about is Doc, Mr. Ned Glass. Yes, okay. his name is Ned Glass. Take it away, Mom. George, George Glass. I, I remember him in so many movies, but not... What movies do you remember him in? I don't know, honestly. Really? I just remember his face from so many movies. He was just, he was a character. Could actor, it have okay? been Charade? Charades. Oh, yes, he was in Charades. What about the... <laughs> that was a really good movie. He yes. played Doc I like in that another way. movie yes. called The Fortune Cookie. Okay. Maybe. I think I might have seen that. He was in Cagney and Lacey. My dude has 230 credits, by the way. Damn! I know. Yes, he was He saved working. I loved him. Personally, I thought he was fantastic. Like, when he stops them from raping Anita, it is just so... Okay, so the real actress who played Anita, Mm -hmm. she was raped as... Yes. I'm sorry. Well, I was waiting till we got to there, but yes. Everybody knows. She she was uh, raped as a child, and doing that scene, it kind of gave her flashbacks, and she kind of went nuts, like was crying, and it, it was just a lot for her. Mm. Um, and the Jets broke character and immediately stopped and tried to console her, and they were like, we have to change this because otherwise... Everybody's going to hate the Jets if, like, we go through with what you're trying to make us go through with. So I'm assuming that it was they probably worse had than to change the choreography. Yes, but Doc coming out of there and he's like, mm. "What is wrong with you? Like, leave her alone. Yeah. Like, how much more do you have? Do you like have to do until it's enough? Like, when is enough enough? Mm-hmm. Like, you guys don't know where the line is and you constantly are crossing it. Like." You feel for him because you make he this is world lousy. Mm-hmm. You do, we and that is what a lot back. of yeah. Yeah, but you're not improving that, it either. That's also true. Both of those, we didn't make it. And when you're putting a, a world that is shitty and people are shitty, mm-hmm. you're going to be a shitty person. Like that's kind of what it is. But he grew up in this neighborhood, has had this store forever, had these jets and sharks come in here. He's neutral grounds he's nice to everybody yeah, <laughs> like absolutely he's the sweetest like so his scene trying to tell tony that maria died Ugh. like is this the only way to get through to you do just what you all do bust like a hot water pipe what's got into you why do you kids live like there's a war on he's so good yeah and he he's another voice of reason in this whole mess of dumb kids <laughs> Yep. Yes, he is. He was one of my favorite actors know. in the movie, though. Yeah. Uh, he brings some realness. And then, of course, you have uh, Mr. Shithead himself, <laughs> Simon Oakley. Oakland. No. I do like his name. It's cool Lieutenant name. Shrek. Oh, right. He's a detective. He's a racist piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. He even says, he's like, hey, guys, I'm for you. I'll even help for you. Him. I'll even help him if you're starting to lose. What the fuck? He's like, just tell me where it is. Yeah. You gonna be at the playground? You gonna be at so and so's house? Like, where where were you at? Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. He does a great job, but he I hate does him. a great job, but you hate him, and he plays a cop all the time. 
He has that cop look. Sergeant Shanks in Charlie's Angels. Dragnet. He's in Dragnet. He's in. Um, I remember him from Dragnet. Man Sorry, of Recovery bro. plays Sergeant Abrams. Chips. Wait, can I go back for a second? What's that? Mom, Dragnet. Yeah. What the hell is the just stupid Dragnet show that my dad has been watching nonstop since we've been in quarantine? <laughs> what? Like, Dragnet was something that I had never really heard of until literally like three months ago this fool started watching me TV <laughs> and it's on there all goddamn day. Yes, he watches is. it all the time. I watch he watches it all the time. And it is just so monotone. Like it's so weird. <laughs> so is he so is he on it quite often or does he just have a guest spot on it? I never watched it honestly. I just I don't think he was on it. I'm not seeing it here. He was in Hawaii for Dragnet it was because that damn dragnet show I don't understand it. I don't my dad watches it and I'm like I don't get why you like the show. Mom, you're giving us false facts. He was not in Dragnet. Well, he looks like the guy in Dragnet. Oh, there you go. That's a total mom thing to say. He looked like the guy. I just said I didn't watch it. She did say she didn't watch it. I mean, I'm just saying. Dragnet was never brought up in my life until I was. So what what we should say is that Dragnet is the only show back in the day that he wasn't on as a cop. (laughs) I am looking at him, and he was on a lot of shit. He he has a lot of credits. I recognize this guy as a cop. Okay. Ooh, he was on Gunsmoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another old man show my dad watches. <laughs> yeah, but he does a good job. He was Steve McQueen's superior officer in uh, Bullet. Yes, that's he was. That's the first thing. That's what I recognize him in as well. Yeah. So but he, he's an asshole. He's an asshole. A racist asshole. Yeah, and he so, tries to goat them on too. He does. How's the action on your mom's side of the street there, eh? Uh, action. Action. <laughs> yeah. And immediately he's like, ah, <laughs> maybe next time one of these guys isn't going to be able there to hold you back. Hold you back. Yeah, then Don't what? worry, I'll find out where the rumble is. They do, though. I don't know how they find out. They just go roaming the streets. It's not that big. That big. Well, it's I don't New know. York. New York City's big. <laughs> but... I was like, you've been there. It's not small. Their town is it? They are in the west side of yeah, Manhattan. That's they crazy. That's where they. That's where they are. That's crazy. So, that's true. I got semi lost in Manhattan, but that was mostly Ashley's fault because whenever I think that I'm on the right track with directions, she likes to say, "I think it's over here," <laughs> and me being uh, collaborative, I listen to her, and then we get lost. And then we have to find I, our way back to where I was headed anyway. I was with Helen, so she guided me through her city. <laughs> it was fine. But yeah. All right. Which way is so that Island? Is that way. Are you sure? Yeah, the Brooklyn Bridge is right there. It's that way. <laughs> you don't know where. You don't know. I knew exactly where it was. I knew. All I knew is I knew where Brooklyn Bridge was. I knew where we got off the train. And I knew where uh, Statue of Liberty was. I didn't know that Staten Island was in between them, so it was that way. Boom, boom, boom. And you've had a Staten Island fairy cocktail. Yes, love that movie. Drink was, was good, literally... if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, I was drinking it the other day. Malibu and coconut juice. Nice. Bomb. So, <laughs> we don't have time to talk about everybody, 
because uh, there's Hit a it. lot of jets. You notice that the jets have a lot of characters who get names, and the sharks only have two. I wonder why. That's weird, right? Yes. Maybe it's because you know it was theater, movies, mm-hmm. America focuses on a white people. For sure. You know. So yeah. Uh, that being said, we do have to talk about this person, Jose De Vega. Plays Chino. <laughs> and damn it, if he is betrothed to Maria, Maria would have found out some secrets. <laughs> like what? That Chino don't really like Maria. <laughs> is he gay? Very. It's very that evident one? that he is gay. Wait. You know, he told me this stuff today. You gotta watch the movie. I had to look it up. You gotta see him. Everything he does is gay. My question is, do you not think that I have watched this movie? But have you looked at Chino? <laughs> and Nardo. Yeah. And Nardo. I, I thought that he was more of a being uh, quiet shy type he could be gay That's what I always but thought his too. mannerisms are 100% gay well I've seen him on stage and he wasn't portray- portrayed gay so maybe it was just that actor maybe it was him as a young actor who didn't know how to hide it yet you know now that you pointed out to me today <laughs> thinking back all the times I've watched this movie I always had that perception of him as being like you said shy and uh-huh. quiet my dude is gay. After looking it up today and finding out that Nardo is openly gay back then. Yeah. Talk about the actor or the yes. character? The actor. No, the actor. See? That's I what I'm saying. I mean, it's musical theater. I didn't know either. Most guys in musical theater are up. gay. But what I was saying was... Ashley's first five I've crushes s- were I mean, all I've gay. Seen George Secure. I've seen him and I think he was in some Esther Williams movies. He was in other because movies I, as a dancer. Uh-huh. Well, I am happy that he is out and gay, but <laughs> I see. I don't think that his character is supposed to be. I think exactly. That that's the only. That's my only argument. By all means, no. Do you? But, no, but he's I, supposed to be a heterosexual male, and it just comes across immediately with every action that he's doing that he's gay. He's not trying to then, hide it. He's not trying. Because back then, if you were a man, you were straight. Yeah, it's more so, it's, he's a gay man playing himself rather than a gay man playing a straight man. If you're gay and you're playing straight, no problem. But don't be gay and play gay when you're supposed to be written as straight. That's my, my whole thing with it. And it's, it's everything. It's when he's at the dance and he's trying to break up the fight. It's every time he's standing around when somebody else is having a conversation. It's every time they leave. Watch every time every that the time sharks walk room, away. Nardo him. either does this and puts his arm around Chino. He or he puts it around his waist and sure. walks him out the door. Yeah, every time they leave the room, and he does. Okay. Chino <laughs> I, walks away with loosest hips in the movie. <laughs> every time you see him being a little gay, no, I guess every time you, you I know, right? Take a sip. Every time Chino's being gay, if you're like, I feel like he's gay. That's why he's so because mad when Nardo dies. 
Oh, because he liked it. <laughs> that makes sense. I like him, too. He's gorgeous. Oh, I yeah, been absolutely. Heart, heartbroken. And then he knows that he's got to go tell Maria. his sister that he's gone. Right. That's why he shoots Tony, because he was like, fuck you, you killed my lover. Exactly. Like, he's That's what he wanted to say, but it was written, he killed your brother. He killed oh your God. brother. He killed my. He killed my he lover. Killed my I mean, he lover. killed my brother. <laughs> One, I like where we're going with this. It makes me love it even more that he's gay and that he's constantly trying to like push him off on his sister, but really he has a crush on it, Bernardo. <laughs> I love it 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 you can watch it you have to (laughs) you gotta watch it like immediately as soon as we start (laughs) as soon as we're done i'm about to rewatch all of it i love it i never really even i just thought he was shy i don't know i always thought that too no yeah uh well like most uh of the cast he also passed away however he passed away kind of young he passed away oh, in 1990. Oh. Yeah, so he okay. was only 54 years old, something like that. But uh, he also was a Filipino. Okay, so uh, a non-white person yeah. playing a... I'm down, I'm down. Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just assumed that the majority of them were white. So, I don't know. Of the Sharks? Yeah, I mean, not the majority, but I feel like, at least the dancing-wise, mm-hmm. they it was easier to find white dancers and paint them brown. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Instead of paying brown people to dance. Did I steal your water, <laughs> I totally did. Which they're great at. No, it's fine. Okay. I was going to say, I'll steal that instead. <laughs> well, uh, I would like to talk about my favorite character in the entire movie. You know who it is? Riff. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. I love Riff. I think he's freaking awesome. When you're a jet, you're a jet. All the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. When you're a jet, let them do what they can. You've got brothers around. You're a family man. I like Riff as well. So Riff is played by Mr. Russ Tamblin. Russ Tamblin has had a very successful career. He has. Did you know he was Tom Thumb? I did not know. Who? He was Tom Thumb. <laughs> Who? Who's Tom Thumb? Tom Thumb. Grimm's Fairy Tales. For what? Grimm's Fairy Tales. Oh, Grimm's? Mm-hmm. Did they make that into a movie? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> is it super dark? That sounds cool, if it is. Uh... I don't remember it being dark. No. I mean, Grimm's fairy tales are dark, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. All I of them. I you where you're saying super dark. No, no. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a good movie, but it's got all the tales in it. He's, he's in it. Okay. He's also the woodsman in that. So it's the wonderful world of the Brothers Grimm. Yes. He did that right yeah. after this, matter of fact. That was his next project. That's those crazy. Those stories are dark as fuck. As soon as you said that, I immediately yeah. saw him looking up at the camera like tiny him. Yes. What's it, and it's what's another it movie that you showed me. It's called The Brothers Grimm's what? It's called The Wonderful World of the Brothers, of the Brothers Grimm. Oh, so it's Disney. No. 
No. No? Is that a Disney? No. Wonderful World? It's a not Wonderful Grimm. World of Disney. It's just a Wonderful World of the Brothers Grimm. It's all fairy tales in the yeah. movie. Red Riding Hood, you know, all that stuff. I'm going to look that up then. I also, do know that he, he, was, he also, was in Seven Brothers for Seven Brides. Yes, he nice. was. Another dance. I love that movie. Another dance musical. Love. Here, love, 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 love that movie. He was in The War of the Gigantuans. What is that? <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Remember Godzilla, all those movies? The yeah. Gigantuans? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, was in, he was one of the uh, professors in there. Oh, scientists. Okay. Well. Okay. He's for sure my favorite character, um, and also my favorite dancer. I think that he is right up there with uh, Nardo and Anita and all of them. He is a good dancer. He's killing he, it. I and saw he doesn't have interview. a traditional dancer's body. No, he don't. Uh, I saw him do an interview, and he said that after the premiere of the show, he was walking out of the theater... And someone stopped him. Stop, 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 stop. I just want to tell you that I think that you're like one of the best dancers in this movie. Like you did such a great job. Mm. And the person who said this to him was Fred Astaire. One of the greatest dancers (laughs) of all time. time. Yeah, And he wasn't happy with his performance as far as his dancing. He wasn't. Until Fred Astaire paid him that compliment. He's like, all right, maybe I did do all right. (laughs) I did like his dancing. I loved it. He... When he's he at the dance me. doing that cartwheel and then that upwards uh, somersault, like I was KFM like, damn, thing, yeah. Riff. Well, that's the way it's done, buddy boy. I mean, I love him. I think that his dance style is more like Gene Kelly, where it's more, it's you know, grounded, it's uh-huh. more rough, it's more real. It's not as, like, it was very classical as on Fred Astaire. Uh-huh. But, he, yeah, he was he still really good there, at yeah, it. So, for yeah. sure. He he reminded me a lot of a Gene Kelly, uh, of his dancing style, and I loved it. I think that he did a great, fantastic job. Um, we do see him in 2011. In what? In Drive. Oh, yeah. He plays Doc uh-huh. in Drive, which is a great movie. So uh, he's still out there doing his, like, fucking shit, yeah. you know? He was in Django after that. Ew, was he like a racist dude? Who was yeah, he? he? I was, was about to watch. Unfortunately, well, duh, every almost every white person. Yeah, that yeah would have to be in that movie. <laughs> the only one that's not is uh, the dude who played the Jew hunter in the mm-hmm. in the in previous Tarantino movie. Yeah. So <laughs> why didn't he yeah, escape me person. when I'm drinking? Everybody's probably yeah, yelling at me at home right now. His name is such and such. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> we've had a few drinks. I just want you to know that when I go back and I start editing our episodes, mm-hmm. sober me is yelling at drunk me on I know, right? Shit Does all piss day. You off? I was like, how did you not remember that back then? <laughs> oh, you're such an idiot. You sound so dumb right now. So please forgive us. <laughs> how many times have you yelled at the. <laughs> she keeps her notes. And then I, I hear about There's it no I yellow post its on the table today. I know. Where are your notes, Y'all got to understand. Every time that we see her, she hands us yellow post-its of the notes that she wrote down from our previous episode. This is true. Yeah, I do. I have a whole little pad. I can't read them, so she's got to read them to me. The one time we put you on. I'm going to email them to you. 
Okay. okay. The okay. one time we put you on the you. show, <laughs> she ain't got no yellow posters. She just, just flick them like a deck of cards. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm She's like, I'm two episodes notes. behind, but. <laughs> I don't take notes during. I mean, this episode, I only take notes when I watch you guys. Mm-hmm. So I can well, you... go back and tell you guys. It was this name, you know. You guys couldn't remember Barb Streisand, or who was it? We Meryl were, Streep. You couldn't remember Meryl Streep. We were drunk. That was one of them. That was Streep definitely one of them. I know, and I was Streep. racking I was like, my brain that time too. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I don't remember her name." And I was like, "Oh, I don't sorry. Care. You know, I'm awake. Call me." The only sober person in the room. <laughs> Two in the morning. You know I I'm do want to mention that I'm pretty sure that was during a gin episode. Yeah, and gin. We are not responsible not for gin. It was Jen. <laughs> it was Jen. So I can't Jen remember my own name on Jen. Jen will fuck you up. <laughs> Jen will fuck you up. <laughs> Mom, I'm going to make you a Jen drink and try to have you say things. It's hard. It is quite hard. Right. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll find a good Jen drink for Easter and then just have a conversation with her. <laughs> oh, yes. Have her take a shot of my fucking expensive-ass Jen I have on that bar over there. The Midsummer Night Stream. Oh, that gin is yeah. very good, but it will fuck your brain up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. You'll be saying mm-hmm. shit ass backwards. It's it's weird. <laughs> well, anyway, Russ is still around. Yes. Uh, he was born in 1934, so he's 85. Mm-hmm. Shit. Okay. Still around. He still looks pretty good. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. Still acting. Just had a project come out. In, I believe, 2018 was his last project thus far. The Haunting on Hill House TV series played Dr. Montague. Oh, I've seen some of those. Yeah. yeah. And then he was on uh, Twin Peaks right before that. He did a series regular on Twin Peaks. So, Wait, Russ, we still love new, you. Keep working, daughter. man. Yeah, 2017. Wait, was it the... Ooh, I haven't watched the new Twin Peaks, but I do love the old-ass Twin Peaks. Ah. I do have one more fun fact on Russ before we move on. So Russ, um, he uh, auditioned originally for Tony for this role, and it got down to him and the gentleman who played Tony in this role. Really? And he didn't get it, and he was kind of sad. But they were like, hey, girl, can you come back tomorrow for a riff? And he was like, yes, I can. Nice. And he came back, and they loved him, and yeah. he got the role. I love him as riff. I do, too. Uh... He wouldn't have been a good Tony. Well, I think he, I mean, he well, played as, Riff as, as Riff. As love interest. I think he looks more the part, you know. Tony can pass for Italian or uh, a light Hispanic. Cruz is lighter than him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about how light that fool is. Okay, so, you know, you know, he's from womb to tomb. Yeah. Yes. Birth to earth. There we go. <laughs> Yes. Then why don't you get out? Because your ma's hot for me. (laughs) No. No, it's because I hate living with my bugging uncle. Come on, uncle. Come on. Come on, uncle. Come on, uncle. (laughs) Yep. I do love that. Okay, so the original line for, uh, there's one say from womb to tomb, Mm -hmm. from birth to earth. So from birth to earth was originally on the Broadway show. It was... Sperm to worm. Whoa. Yeah. Dark. Okay. <laughs> I mean, from being from sperm to being worm food. 
For sure. It works. But that they changed it for the movie because... Of course. It's the 50s and it's movies. You can't <laughs> right. say shit like that. MGM <laughs> didn't like that joke. <laughs> Come on, you can't have two married people sleeping in the same bed. They had that bunk beds. Ugh. Well, I don't know. This movie came out in 1961, so they, I think they could sleep together by 61. Well, it's time to talk about our top two couples that TV. do sleep together in this movie. Uh, Ooh. Matter of fact, we can start with the uh, gorgeous dancer that he is, Mr. George. How do you say his last name? Shikiris. Oh, fine then. I guess. I call him Bernardo. Bernardo. <laughs> Bernardo. That's what I call him. Uh, he is so fucking cute. He's a handsome, handsome man. He's, he's got so that cute. dancer's body, dude. Yeah. He's oh, like skinny. Incredibly, he's skinny, he's tall, but he's incredibly fit, and his posture is oh, yeah. fucking perfect. Boy, after a fight, that brother of yours is so healthy. He's a dancer. Like, he's got those cheekbones. You know he can stand on his mm -hmm. toes, like straight up and point to the sky, probably, in a perfect I wish arrow. I wish I could have seen him in his split pants, <laughs> butt cheeks. He had a nice body. I loved him. He is so cute. What is he? He's not Puerto Rican. What is he? I don't know. I'll find out. Uh, what is, he, he is is uh, an Oscar winner for this movie. That's what he is. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. As he should be because Bernardo fucking killed it he was very funny and tough at the same time he was smart but then like you know you still remember this guy's probably like 17 18 years old he's still young he's just dumb he hooked up in this stupid rumble he does a great job i i he's so handsome i don't know what else to do with him <laughs> my dude was born in ohio but he grew up in los angeles I did see he was an L.A. native, so I kind of assumed he was Mexican, but maybe he's not. Yeah. I don't know. But he was like uh, 26, 27 when he did this role. Ooh, gorgeous. So as a man, that's like the peak of your physical uh, abilities. That's before the aches and pains start setting in. Okay. I bet you don't know this one. Fun oh. fact for you. So right. You gotta sing it, Mama. You better sing it, and you know, give me a fun fact. You better fun fact. A fun fact. Yes, I got a fun fact. <laughs> yes. Uh, Riff's Riff's girlfriend, Graciela. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You know, Ian Velma. Yes. Uh -huh. It's his sister. Mm -hmm. It's Nardo's sister. No, it's his real. That's what? It's his real sister. His real. They have the same last name. Yes. Uh -huh. I did look this up. <laughs> That's why I don't think I don't know what he is. When I found out, I was like, "Oh, I don't think they're Mexican because she's the redhead. She redhead." There's some redhead. I think Mexicans. she had black eyebrows. They probably she did. did. I mean, you look at Ice. I don't think he's got blonde really hair and hair. black eyebrows. Yeah. They That's they true. change him for the role. I don't think she was a true redhead. I think she was too. Ooh, that was okay. Lady Ooh. Clara. Ugh, that girl annoys me. <laughs> he hates it. The blonde he one annoys it. me. It's like, and you can punctuate it. Ooh, uh, that's a Betty Boop. Period. Ooh, oh, I'm sorry. Period. <laughs> she would have been better at impersonating Betty Boop. 
I shouldn't say that. She's probably like 90 right now. We talked about Betty Boop, remember? She yes, was in, uh... She was in Christmas Vacation. She was the old lady. Play ball! Yeah. That's her... <laughs> I love it. But, uh, Arnardo is amazing. Like I said, he did rip his pants. But he also, him and Natalie Woods had to wear darker makeup to appear Puerto Rico. Yeah. So, that's that. Uh, well, yeah. So he's not that dark, they, actually. He's not that dark. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't I know what he is. Interesting. I mean, he's a dancer. You know? I heard him talking, and he sound, He had an accent. That's yeah, he I'm does saying. a good job. No, like, I heard him talking old, him talking now. Uh-huh. And he had an accent. So I don't know where. Just that's why I was like, where is he from? Not sure. However, uh, he is, he's like, he's a lighter complexion. Like, I'm, he's like my complexion, I would say. But, I'm dark yeah, as shit right not now. not during the summer. I was like, you not in the summer. Yeah, yeah, I'm so dark right now. I've been out in the sun all week. I've been trying to be in the sun as much as possible. I got a stuck horrible farmer's summer. tan right now. It's gross. Hey, you know. Oh, there's happens. a picture of him in color, though. Uh, all right. He's not that dark. No, but he's not that light either, though. No, he's, he's like light, he's like Al Pacino complexion. He's dark. Yeah, so Al he could Pacino. be Italian. Who knows what the fuck he could be? But you know, Natalie Wood is Russian, so yes, they had to change everybody up. You got to fit the role. That's fine. I don't mind that. He's probably white because I see him playing opposite of white women uh-huh. in some of these pictures. Which was not allowed in the 60s and 50s. No, it so wasn't. It wasn't. I don't know. But he has such a beautiful smile. I love his big ass nose. Like, he's gorgeous. I love him. I love him. You've got a big ass nose. <laughs> but it's sexy! It's sexy. Damn. <laughs> Ain't nobody I'm said drunk. it wasn't. Look at Dustin Hoffman. I'm- Dustin Hoffman got all the girls back in the day. <laughs> he's got a big nose. I don't know. I never thought Dustin Hoffman was attractive. I just thought he was talented. Hell yeah. Which is, a, That's which all you is gotta a ta- be. attractive. Yes. Yeah, that is still attractive. Yes. A talented. Apparently, as soon right. as uh, he got the role for The Graduate, first thing that the makeup person said was, what are we going to do about this nose? <laughs> I'd be like, I've been thinking that my whole life. I'm Jewish. Know, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? People know me already, man. <laughs> But anyway, George... It goes with a face. Does a hell of a job in this movie. He absolutely he does. does. From Jump Street. He's very confident. Uh, it's very evident why he's the leader of the Sharks. Look, every one of you hates every one of us, and we hate you right back. Let's get at it. Um, it's very apparent why Chino has such a crush on him. You want me to be an American, don't you? Please. Mm. Buenas noches, Anita. <laughs> I love the storyline. As for the rest of my life, that is what I'm going to be looking at. I fucking hate you, but I also fucking love you because you just opened my eyes to something that I didn't know that was that could have been there. It's also very it's... apparent why um, Anita puts up with him. You know, because he gets on her nerves. I mean, they have their fights. But at the same time, she's so attracted to him. 
She said it's when I don't look it's at him. I it don't happens. look at him when it happens. <laughs> yes. That's I, she's like, I'm just drinking about it. I will him. tell mama and papa about you and Nardo on the rooftop of the movies. <gasps> no. You wouldn't. I will rip this to shreds. <laughs> I rip this to shreds. I wouldn't if you happen to lower the neckline about three, about one, one inch. One little inch. One inch. I know. It was pretty low. She didn't need an inch. No, I'd I wouldn't no. have done a 16 year old inch either. Is that how old she is in this? 16? <laughs> Well, it's based off of Romeo and Juliet. That's, true. that's how old they are in that. So that's what I thought of. 16, yeah. I would, yeah, that makes sense. 16, 17? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, if that's the case, let's talk about your girl. <laughs> I'm out of this one. You guys go ahead. Miss Ega. Puerto Rico, my hot devotion. <laughs> Let it sink back in, in the, the ocean. ocean. We can't use none of that audio. <laughs> Why was it bad? No, it's Always the hurricane blowing. Always the population growing. And the money owing. The money. I love that scene. She's so... She's, oh, no. She's so amazing. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> she is the first... Puerto Rican actress to win an Academy Award in the Oscar history. Mm-hmm. This woman right here, she is my absolutely favorite character in this movie. She's the voice of reason. She has some of the greatest songs in this movie. She is an funny but Perry serious. She oh, is she an Antoinette Perry. She is I was about EGOT. to say, she is an EGOT okay. winner. Yes. Uh, which means that she has all of she the awards. She, she got a possibly. Tony, she got a Grammy, she got an Oscar. She does. Which is everybody's dream. And she who's is ever from been an actor. Puerto Rico. She said when she took this role, she obviously identified with Anita, because she was an immigrant from Puerto Rico mm. who grew up in New York. I like when she calls uh, Nardo immigrant, <laughs> immigrant. I love it. She's yelling down the stairs. <laughs> she don't care. She she is the most beautiful person in this entire movie. Mm. She is so gorgeous. She absolutely is. So when she took this role, like I said, she embodied this role because she was this role mm-hmm. um she related to a lot of different things like i already previously said that she was raped as a child so that scene resonated a lot with her after winning her oscar and emmy for this movie she was not cast in another movie for seven years motherfuckers seven years you guys this Amazing actress was not on screen for seven years because, well, this was, was the sixties, and yeah. there weren't there weren't roles for Latin them. Americans, no. you know, to be out there and to be, you know, leads. So she said after the seventh year, she auditioned for a movie, and she did all the reading and the research and her notes, and she went into the audition and was like, you know what? I know this part is for me. I've been working on it. Like, I can't wait to show you this. And she hands them her script and they look at it. And she said it was a long, awkward pause. And she told them, they were like, well, 
this isn't the role that we actually want you to read from. We want you to read from the Mexican madam from the the whorehouse. That's what we want you to read from. And she was like, well, you know what? I'm sorry, but I'm not going to do that. And he was like, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. And she goes, it does matter. Yes. It does. It does. So she turned it down and she walked away. And I am glad that she did mm -hmm. because we don't need to have another Latin lady being this seductive, sexual charged, like sex hungry lady when, you know, this woman is so talented in so many different ways that you can utilize her. And she's so gorgeous. Like, I mean, she was on Life magazine. She she is now you can see her now on Netflix. One day at a time. She plays the grandmother on yes. there. And she told them when she took the role that the only way that she would take that role is if they made that character sexual. sexual. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so she's, and they're like, you know what? That sounds great. And they, oh, girl, you know I did my homework. I that one. She's my absolute favorite person in this entire movie. And I do love me some Natalie Wood. I do. God but knows no one I has do. nothing on her. God knows I do. But I can't but deny Rita Moreno. <laughs> I can't deny her because she's so beautiful. She's so talented. She is probably the first Puerto Rican Egotti ever. I mean, there's a small number of people who even have that yeah. as, like, I on their resume. the only one. Hey, did you ever watch her on Happily Divorced? No. Where she played uh -uh. the Jewish mother-in-law? <laughs> She was good. She played Jewish? Yes, she did. Oh. Uh, Jews and Latin American, like Latin mothers, they're about the same. They guilt their parents, their yeah. kids. They make them a lot of food. They're religious that's and they love their family. The like they don't have to be divorced. That's what I'm saying. So that that totally makes sense because they're like interchangeable of the the way the kind of mothers they are. Yes. That's funny. But she was amazing. I don't know if you have any more fun facts on her, but she is. She got a new movie coming out. What is it? I'm there. Y'all don't know? No. Uh, it's a little known movie called West Side Story. Oh, I just oh. saw that right now. Yes. She's going to be in the She's new West Side Story. One? Yeah. Oh, so okay. she will be playing, if I'm not mistaken, awesome. she will be playing the uh, shop owner. So she's the new doc? No, not not the candy no, shop the, owner. The, the, of like the dress. Oh, shop. she owns. Oh, the dress, the dress shop, shop owner. So it's probably a small oh. cameo part, but she's gonna be in it. Right. It's, it's, oh my goodness! Yay! <laughs> she's so gorgeous. I it's, I'm she's so happy. Uh, nobody's. Yeah. It's um, nobody that you know because I didn't know I, the majority of the. I cast. know who's playing Tony, and I'm not a huge fan, but that's just. I want to hear him sing. If you could sing, I'm in. He sang on what's it called? James Gordon. James Gordon show once. He what? He didn't suck, but you know it takes more. And as Some people far are trained. as who's playing Maria, or do you want to know who's playing Anita? I I saw who is playing Anita. What? I don't really know who she is, but she is so dark and beautiful that I Ariana like in. DeBose. Yeah, I'm in. I don't know her personally. I mean, I don't know her work. I'm not familiar, but uh, 
Apparently, she's doing a number of things, including Hamilton. So, she's got to have a voice. Oh, yes, she does, I'm sure. I don't care. To be Anita, you have to have a voice, a good yes. voice. So, I'm excited. And I'm well, glad that we live in... <laughs> Yeah, nowadays you well, don't get somebody else to sing your part. You just sing it. I was going to say, it. somebody else will dub it. That's exactly that what no I was more. about to say. I was about to say, we don't have dubbers. Yeah, we, you either can sing or you can't sing. Um, you know, a, a lot of different cultures and movies have done that for decades. Bollywood is one of those, uh, where their singers who play these young, beautiful princesses or whatever the love interests in these Bollywood movies are sung by like old Indian ladies. Like that's, that's what they, they're the ones who do the voices for them. But here in America, for the most part, we have you sing your own stuff. So either you can kind of do it or you can really do it. That's kind of how I see it. And I'm excited to see West Side Story. It's going to be phenomenal. Well, the girl who's playing Maria is named Rachel Zegler. And she has never done a single movie ever. Uh, so she is Hispanic or Puerto Rican. Uh, she can so she... she is one of thirty thousand people who auditioned for the role of Maria. I, of course, because people yeah. like me have wanted to be her, her whole li- our whole lives. I remember. If that I would have known, I would have done it far and wide to cast for this movie. He didn't care well, if it was going to be a famous person or not. However, it was going to be either one or the other. Either Maria or Tony was going to be famous. And so they went with an unknown for Maria. And then they went with a known actor for Tony. A known actor for Tony. Speaking of Tony, okay. we yes. got to talk about my dude, Mr. Uh, Richard Bymore. That's Tony. Who needs Tony? We need Tony. Baymore, Bymore. He's from Iowa. <laughs> he looks like he's a Midwestern. He's like, definitely a Midwest boy. A country yeah, boy. Polak. Yeah, but he moved <laughs> to. That's what they call him in this movie. He, he, he moved definitely. to uh, L.A. early on. He went to North Hollywood High. Oh, so he he came out here and finished out his career. That's cool. Yeah, so he was pretty young when he moved uh, to Los Angeles. So he moved here in like the late 40s. So he was probably like 10, 11, somewhere around there. 12. Okay. He was 12 when he moved to L.A. So I do know that he did not do the majority of the singing, if not all of his singing. He didn't sing but either? He... No. Really? He... The only person that did no, and that he does such a good job. Uh, The only person no, he doesn't. It's not him. (laughs) Well, he did good. The only person who the only person who did do all of their CD singing was Bernardo. Other than that, everybody had either some part of theirs dubbed or all of their shit dubbed. Um, But yes, Maria is one of my favorite songs. Like. Say it loud and there's music playing. Say it soft and it's almost like praying. Maria. I mean, that line is like seriously one of my favorite lines. It's a because, really great yes, one. Yes, it is. 
it's it's so that whole song is very beautiful uh before i just want to throw out that this is the lyrics of this movie is Stephen Sondheim, who has done, did the lyrics for this. Mm-hmm. A man who has done some of the greatest musicals. He's probably the greatest musical composer and lyricist of all time. Or at least that is alive today. Yeah, he just turned and 90. Yes. Holy shit, he he's like Betty White's age. We, we just watched his birthday celebration on YouTube or something like that. Oh, that so is that bunch. makes sense because you gotta check it out. I, it's either on Hulu I, or it's on YouTube, but a lot of prominent, famous musical theater people uh, sang his work for his 90th birthday. They do that every so often because his I'm gonna say his 75th birthday. Yeah, his 75th birthday. He at least. Had a another one at the at the Rose Bowl mm. that I had a friend that went to where it was him and it was a bunch of uh, f- people honoring his music because he's done such great things. Uh, if you're a huge huge theater kid fan from high school in the two thousands, you probably saw a movie called Camp, where the kids there idolize him. Yeah. They idolize him as all theater kids do. And at this theater camp that these kids perform at during the summertime, he actually comes and sees their performance and they lose it. Like it's Beyonce coming in to coming in anywhere. They're just like, Oh my God, Steven Sondheim. Like there's just, I, get shit. And I, I, I would kiss his feet because I fucking, he has, I love musicals and fingers. he's made some of my favorite, not his fingers. He needs his those. feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and him being 90, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, Richard Bymore is still around. Remember I said most of these people died? He didn't. He's still there. He's still yeah. around. Him and Rita Moreno. Still. And, uh, and Russ. George. Russ Tamblin. Oh, and George, too. I lied. There's he's a lot alive. of people that are still alive in this movie. <laughs> Two members. Yeah, he's still. The Jets were enchanted. That's right. Well, what? Two, uh, two of the guys that were in the Jets were also uh, dancers in Enchanted, the movie, with Amy Adams. They, they still dancing? They were dancing as old people in the park. They got up off their oh chairs goodness. and tossed their walkers away and started dancing. And they were moving. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what you're talking uh, about. How do you know? How do you how do know? You That's you the best know part that of the you love her. How do you know that you love her? <laughs> How do you know that you need her? Yes. That's the best part of the I'm movie. I'm going to do it, especially right with Ashley right there. She does it so Neely, much better. truly love her. Okay. So, yeah, that's awesome that they're still out there getting it. All of them. Well, not all of that's them. A... But, yeah, Richard Bymore still doing his thing, too. He was in uh, Twin Peaks, recurring role, uh, in 2017. So, he's still... Pounding that pavement, as we say in Hollywood. I do want to say that the majority of the dancers in this movie received shin splints. Fuck yeah. <laughs> One of the worst like, things you can fucking have. Uh, I've had shin splints in my life. I got a bump I on track. my leg to this day. Shin splints? Shin splints, yes. Oh. It is. So rough. that comes from you running on concrete uh-huh. or, you know, Run. pavement of some sort. Uh, your muscle that's connected to your leg and the tendons get loose and they bounce against your your uh bone basically bone 
bone basically and it has this awful like feeling so like i went through i went through the majority of high school with shin splints for doing track and so you have to like tape them up yeah. with like tape and you just, all the way from like almost your knee down to your ankles so it is it is a hard thing to live with it is a horrible pain that there is really no cure for or anything for so i feel for anybody who lives with shin splints i cured mine especially if you have to dance I took off my shoes yeah i mean sometimes you can't like i said i got mine for track yeah. that's not something that that's you when can i take got your mine shoes too. off that's for. when mine started and i don't do i you know i haven't had them in a long time uh, but I try not to run or do a lot of stuff on cement because I know how that shit feels. It is not the business. It sucks. <laughs> I have a theory on no. that, and I think it's the fact that you're you have your uh, spikes, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. you have been running a certain way your entire life, and then all of a sudden you're in track, and they change your running to being on these spikes, and I think that has an effect on your shins. Or on some, I got, some people. I'm going to say that's a no for me because I started riding, running with spikes in first grade. Mm, there you go. <laughs> like, I started from the beginning running with spikes. So, I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not, but You're talking cleats, it just right? sucks. Well, in track, they're spikes. So, it's like they're, they're small, like very, very light shoes that have very virtually light. no heel and they have spikes on the yep. forefoot. Oh, yep. I think. And you got to replace them. So you can them. dig through that you got, dirt. You got your training spikes, and then yep. you got your running game your, day spikes. <laughs> yep. Track meat spikes. I would keep those ones separate because they were nice and clean and sharp. Uh-huh. So I can eat through that dirt. But then I had these big ass practice ones that I never gave a shit about. Uh-huh. You whittle you know, those when ones you down. Walk, you whittle them down. It looks you like the hammer track. in Shawshank by the time the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and walk. You have to walk on cement on your heels uh-huh. so you don't ruin. It's a lot of shit, but yeah, you know, a lot of shit. Yeah, don't put on your spikes in things. the locker room. Yeah, no, put them out on the field. But uh, I got, a, I got a fun fact. Give me that fun okay. fact. So, do you want to know who was originally up for, to play Tony? Who? Oh, we know Russ Tamblyn. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say before them, probably. No. Oh. Elvis Presley. No. He was up for the role of Tony, but he passed on it because he, can't he act. would only be he can't act. <laughs> plus he would only be he'd only be able to sing six out of the twelve songs in the movie and he would not get exclusive rights to the songs. So he was like, There's no reason for me to do this which I'm glad he they didn't because he's not a good actor no. and I don't see him changing the way that he sings it and it would have sound like Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, it would have sounded like It would have sounded like Elvis. He did date Natalie. So, did he? Yeah. He did date her. She dated a lot of people. Yeah. She's been famous yeah. forever. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, you know how you're talking about the scene uh, with Rita Moreno where she is almost being raped by the Jets? Yeah. And when she walks out. So when she oh, walks out and speech. they reach for her and she's like, don't you touch me. So tell Chino that Tony's hiding in the cell. Don't you touch me. So she when she does like, that, when she does that don't you touch me line, she geez. is impersonating her then boyfriend Marlon Brando. And he noticed him when he saw the movie. Not only is she gorgeous 
and talented, but she dated the most talented actor of all time, the most womanizing who would have like fifty something uh-huh. kids. Yep. This guy has like he has a like a kajillion kids. Yeah, I don't know how many fucking kids. Yeah, a lot of fucking kids. But he's in double digit kids. A lot double digit kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. I would date her too. She's gorgeous. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he did like ethnic women. I did yes, know that. Yes he did. So, uh, yes, uh, it's getting to be that time of the hour. Time to talk about... For me to make another drink? Yeah, that too. (laughs) I don't know if you're going to have time to finish it. We're almost done over here. We got to talk about Miss Natalie Wood, who, like you said, is Russian. Mm. However, in this, she is playing Maria. Maria! She just changed her makeup to make her look darker Mm -hmm. to play a Puerto Rican. Yeah. Uh, and I found out earlier today, according to uh, George, that she got a 20-inch waist. What the hell? Something something oh, like that. Like Natalie. I don't know. I heard him say that earlier. Nat- this. Natalie Wood Dainy. was, she had been famous <gasps> mm-hmm. since she was a little girl. Yes. Her first big thing was Miracle on 34th Street, yeah. the original black and white one. That I don't feel like I see enough during Christmas time, but it's still yeah. They don't you know, play it too okay. often anymore. They don't play it as much as they should. Uh, so I feel like when you are a person that has been in the limelight your entire life, you're going to have image problems, like Michael Jackson. Oh, for sure. Where, you know, you feel you're going to have image problems. So for her to have such a tiny waist was only because by the time she did Rebel Without a Cause, she was the biggest teenage star of that time over shirley temple yeah Mm -hmm. she transitioned she was one of the few that transitioned from child to adult and and really made it it really really did it and not just like oh she had one or two like like you said you said uh shirley temple she transgrowed into being a she had a a, a a star movies and they weren't big like natalie would yeah you know splendor well, I, grass come on Rubble bobby soccers um i love bobby soccers for for shirley temple by the way oh, by yeah. the way i'm just gonna Bobby's, tell that it's yes, okay movie. Well, come on carrie grant that's my love carrie grant oh my god yes okay so that's um another, that's another show yeah my mom's that's got another show in her life okay, paul grant. mccartney and carrie grant that's right oh <gasps> i did not know carrie grant was your oh, boo my first He's up there. Yeah. I do. I thought he was gay. Is, is that something that you. I've heard. But, you know, they say that about not to all believe of that. Because <laughs> she's loved him for too long. She's like, I don't want to believe it. I know, he had four wives. He's loved me. Four. Ended up with Diane, That's Diane a... Cannon. Wow. That don't mean nothing. No, I know. But That's true. <laughs> and John had a wife. Well, he had every actress, and, you know, come on. Yeah. Grace Kelly. Brock Hudson had a wife. <laughs> that one was staged. That one I did know. Was oh, staged. Was Have you checked out Hollywood yet? I will. Uh, I had two weeks in a row of editing. If you don't give me no motherfucking break, <laughs> who chose the movies? I did, but th- I don't that feel took bad a lot of you. time. I gotta do two weeks in a row right now. I know. So those two weeks so is me catching up on Hollywood. Yeah, I get to do my Hollywood. Watch your movies. <laughs> I'm going to watch my movies. I'm watching stories. I'm watching my stories, man. (laughs) (laughs) 
Is that what you get paid to do? When he crashes, it sure does. That's exactly what I get paid to do. <laughs> to do, man. Yes. Uh, Natalie Wood is amazing. Inside Davy Clover. That's the one I was trying to remember. Inside Daisy Clover. Mm. With Robert Redford. Found it. It was Ooh. right back here. And Ruth Gordon. My boo. And Liz Gordon. Okay. You know Ruth Gordon? Uh, I oh yeah, I'm ready for you remember Ruth some Gordon? older movies. I'm ready for some older movies in our repertoire. I'm sorry, what do you say? I do. Isn't she from? Well, she does. I don't. Okay, there, <laughs> she's the There's a movie with Clint Eastwood, uh, with with the, with the ape. Oh yeah, she's the one in that movie. In what movie? Where he straight up punches the, the ape. Yes. An ape? Yeah, his best friend in the movie is an ape. With Clint Eastwood? See? <laughs> I'm not a... I don't remember the name of it. I, I don't remember that. I am not a Clint Eastwood okay, well, fan. I thought you might remember that movie. Because I don't remember any other It's movie a famous movie. I just don't remember in. the name of it. Her- she's... <laughs> Harold and Maude. I'm going to go back. Do you know Harold and Maude? Yes! Maud? Is she okay, Maude? I do Harold know her. She's mod? She's mod? Yes, she's mod. Oh, shit. Oh! I meant Harold. Yeah, she's in <laughs> Harold and Mod. I love that movie. I love that love, movie. Love, 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 love. Yes. She's also in, that means she's movie. also in, Ro- she's in Rosemary's Baby. She plays the neighbor okay, well, that'd be giving her Rosemary's like the Rosemary's cross- Baby. I'm sorry. Yeah, she, she gives <laughs> Rosemary all these weird things to drink to like help grow her demon baby. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. That's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> Harold and Mod. One of my faves. Nope. Okay. Dude, I'll give you a Hollywood close encounter. I met the guy that played Harold in Harold and Maude, like my Bud first Court? week. Yes. Bud Court. I so, met him my first week of living in Los Angeles at God Awful Home Depot. I told him I came out here to be an actor, and he straight up prayed with me in front of fucking Home Depot. That's awesome. You told me about that. He, he, he prayed that, to Pelicula, the goddess of the goddess of theater, theater. right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what the hell he said, but he stood straight up, like, held my hand and did a little prayer. I was like, thank you. I guess I got to go watch Harold and Maude now since I've never seen it. <laughs> I love that fucking movie. It. It's never so seen it. good. I love that movie. It's such the drive a good in. movie. It's such drive a good in. movie. Oh. Hey, those are coming back. I saw it on yes, Netflix. Quarantine is bringing back drive-ins. Yes, they are. <laughs> we do have a couple here in Riverside. I know. I'm two. jealous. Yeah, they're and they do be bumping. I'm so jealous. You know, they be getting their shit done. God damn it. <laughs> Why is there no... Um, closest one we got is like the city of industry or some shit like that. It's far. Yeah. It's it's like closer into like... It's in between like Long Beach and Anaheim. So... Mm. <laughs> uh, Natalie Wood. Let's get back to the star of this show. Yeah, let's do okay, that. Okay, so... They... Uh, I talked to our niece, your granddaughter, Karina, and she was like, I told her that Natalie Wood did not do her own singing in this movie. And she asked, why would they even cast her for this movie if they were going like, to have her sing? And I told her because That's how they did she it was then. one of the biggest stars yeah. at that time. That's like she, having... She fit the part. The real question she, is... Why do I mean, they still person, cast yes. actresses now who are the biggest stars that can't sing and not dub their voices? <laughs> we discussed this last week. Okay. If you can't sing, you can't be in a musical. I don't want to hear it. Beauty and the Beast was ruined. One thing. 
There were some parts that were good, and there was a lot of parts that were not, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Natalie Wood. So she is uh, an actor that started from as a child to adult. Mm-hmm. She was married to what's what's her husband? What Robert was her husband's Wagner. name? She married him twice. Twice. Robert Wagner. Ragner. She married him twice. She divorced him. She got married again. She had a baby. Yeah. Then she divorced that dude. Then she married this motherfucker again. Now the only reason I have some like hate towards him because I believe he killed her. You think her. he did it? I think he did it. And that's just me. I got no evidence. Mom, you were there. What's the story? You you were not in Catalina. Uh, she wasn't at Catalina, but I know actually, she was watching was, the news. I, was I know she was following the story. I, you know what's mm-hmm. weird? I was, in, I was in El Paso when she died. I do remember. I was at my Theo Chavi's house. So talk to me. Dang. What do you remember Tell us. on the day? Tell us. The world stopped. It's like coming. Michael Jackson dying. Yeah, oh, let's hear it. Dude, when Mike died, I was under my truck. Or under my uh, Honda Civic at the time. And I got up out of the underneath my car the way that Bob gets out underneath his car in La Bamba. Bamba And my friend Teresa was inside the house. And she's like, did you just hear what happened on the radio? I was like, are you sure this is not my Richie? (laughs) Not my Richie. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I felt about Natalie, babe. Oh, I, she was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, I grew up with her. So, yeah. From when this happened, like, Street. what was the news saying? Here we go. We're gonna interview right now. I, I still <laughs> don't care for Christopher Walken. I don't. It just. Ooh. All I know is he was on that boat, and I'm not comfortable. He knows with something. It. I'm not. He comfortable knows something. With it. He knows something. I still haven't watched her last movie with him. I don't want to watch that movie. With Walken? Yeah. That's they were making You are they were making them they made that last movie together, the outer space uh, or whatever it was. I don't remember. I didn't I didn't want to watch it. That's when she passed are, away. Uh, I see. You are literally the reason why I am suspicious of him. Because <laughs> you always like, I don't trust Christopher Walken. <laughs> And I'm like, you're right. Well, I, he was I mean, on that motherfucking boat. He was on the boat. He was, in the boat. He was on the boat. Yeah, there was. So I'm pretty sure I okay, talked about Natalie this. Natalie in... for one thing, was always afraid of drowning. I don't know if you know about this, but. No. I do. Her, her mother. When she was a child. When she was a child, her mother went to a, a fortune teller. And, her, yep. and the fortune teller told her, she had two daughters, that one of her daughters was going to drown. So now, so she told her, so now, she, told her so she was she gonna was drown child. in dark water. Yeah, she, that is she what was, she told she her. Drown. And so she was always so, afraid. She didn't know how to swim. And she, I, it's suspicious to me that she would be out there in a little dinghy. That's what I'm saying. And so thought, as a child, she was told that. Yeah. And even when it became to parts of her doing in movies where she yeah. had to be in water, that's right. She had issues with it. She did. She would panic. She would, you know, be hysterical and they would have to like cut away because she couldn't do it because she had always been afraid of water. So cut to the 80s and she's on a yacht with her husband and Christopher Walken and a uh, captain of the boat. Captain of the boat. And now. Yeah. The captain of the boat is the one who said that her husband did it. He came out later and told her sister like he wouldn't let us go find her. 
he would kept kept you know he he made excuses for things and he wouldn't even go identify his wife's body like it was just it's a lot of things obviously there is no evidence on my end that i can say point to saying whatever it's just how i feel but there is something because the case has been reopened yeah. in the past couple of years yeah. because Shit ain't right. She did not go out on a dinghy by herself in the middle of the night with no clothes on by herself when she's scared of water. Wait a minute. Because I'm a person... She didn't have no clothes on when they found her? She's in her nightgown or something. She's in her pajamas. Yeah, she's in her pajamas. So she was in a nightgown, not not dressed to be on a dinghy to go to shore, obviously. Yeah. And me being a person who is a big fan of water, I love water, I'm a mermaid, I would not get on... Yeah, I would not get on a dinghy by myself in the middle of the night to go to shore. Hell no, and that's no. me, and I'm a I'm a fearless person. Someone who's scared of water would definitely not do it. So no. it's to me, like I, say, for on me, her, her I don't No. I know I mean I know he loved her. He, you know, they they had a something. They had something. They What's had love something. got to do with it? They had something for, you know, twice. Nothing. Got to do got to do with it. Just don't know. All right, well, I'm out. You out? I'm out. Okay. Get ready. I got a couple more. I know you do. (laughs) MJ, Michael Jackson, he based his Beat It video off of West Side Story. What? How? Beat it, beat it. Between the... Gangs, fighting, dance fighting to each other was inspired by West Side Story. Story. I like that. I can see that. Okay. Yeah, also a I lot like of that. Red in it. Michael's all full of red. I love red. That's my favorite color. So, <laughs> so this movie ran in Paris, France, for two hundred and forty-nine weeks. Damn! Wow. Making it the longest-running movie in France. That's damn near five of years of all time. Two hundred and forty-nine. That's like weeks. four years That's in like ten months. How many weeks are in a year? 52. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was on constant, which is a huge deal for back in this time because they didn't have on-demand. They didn't have DVDs. <laughs> they didn't even have VHSs to rent and yeah, watch these no, films. You had, had, to, you had to go to... We had to sit through the commercials. Okay? Yeah, there was no we fast forward. Wait but that's you knew you had of the week. <laughs> 90 seconds. That was when you made a sandwich. <laughs> that's true um, that's when you went the shooting. you ran back don't miss shit because yep. you can't rewind it now we have pause you hope that the, that's when the phone call is supposed to come in so that I can answer it real quick and hang it who up who the somewhere. hell has the call to call on 8pm on a Tuesday night <laughs> don't they know I watch you West Side Story what the fuck hello so <laughs> so the yeah, shooting of this movie took it took six months for them to shoot this movie. Damn. It took seven months for them to edit the sound mixing and the That's why they did such a good job. Movie. They took their they took their time. Yeah. It took longer to edit than it took them to film this movie. That's yeah. Jerome. Yeah, editing does yeah. take longer. Oh yeah. There is a million facts in this movie. I know I've forgotten so many. <laughs> Countless. We can't get to but anything. I wanted to keep it short and sweet 
and that's all I got. I'm done on the on the facts. That's fine. We've already we've already gone longer than the run of the movie itself. <laughs> we had to start over. <laughs> that fucked us oh, yeah, up a little too. bit. <laughs> Somebody's mic wasn't on. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, that's all I got for West Side Story. There's so many more. Like I said, I'm trying. I tried my best, but I would have been here for hours and hours and hours giving you all this shit. So, are you guys ready, though? Jason would have cut it all. Yeah, cut it. Cut what sucks. (laughs) Okay, so, are you guys ready? Yes, give it to me. It's time for... Z for the people. Yes. Alright. So it's week a million of quarantine. Yes, and is. of course it's going to be the same thing as it is because we have people all over the world, especially here in America, who are unemployed, have no money, and have no resources to get food. So please find a way money. to feed them. Thank I'm so I'm so happy for you because there's so many people out there who don't, um, or at least not enough money to pay bills and food for themselves. For sure. So mm-hmm. if you have an extra dollar, if you have an extra twenty five dollars, if you have an extra thousand dollars, go ahead and donate it to Food for America, um, because every dollar goes to making one meal for a person. So last, not last week, the week before that, I donated $25 and made 250, 100 meals for somebody. This thing is, it'll help people out because the worst thing that can happen to someone is they starve. And we shouldn't do that in a world like America here, mm-hmm. where we have enough money and resources to feed people. So uh, that is going to continue to be my Z for the people. Find a way to help somebody that you don't know. Until further um, notice, y'all. Until further notice, until everybody is fed, everybody's back to work, so nobody can go to the beach, <laughs> so nobody can go to the bar, because I am dying stuck in this fucking house. <laughs> hey, my shit. I'm sorry. I want to be there with you guys right now. That's what I want. I get it. I wanted to drive an hour and a half and sit in traffic to come see you. <laughs> Ain't no traffic right now. It seems like a good idea. It is not that much traffic right now. That <laughs> no, is true. Not. This is true. Mom says but, she got uh, here in 35 minutes. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, uh, you know. And George find is a driving. Way to make... <laughs> so find a way to make some masks. Help out your UPS or postal worker. Give them some sanitizer, some toilet paper, some food. I'll be checking in on something. my Amazon people or my uh, UPS Check in guys. On them. Seeing if they need. I offer them water and coffee. I almost offered because... my dude uh, orange the other day, but it was half peeled. I didn't want to give him germs. Yeah, so all these things help them out because I don't know about you guys, but they're delivering my goods. I ordered six glass bottles last week so that I can put my Grand Marnier in it once I'm done making it. There you go. And an awesome UPS driver dropped it off. Thank you. Thank you. Because you're making my time being stuck in quarantine just that little better, and I want to be able to do something for you. So make them cookies. Let them use your bathroom. Give them water. Tell them thank you. The very least you can do. Anything. 
to help out your postal workers and your UPS and FedEx drivers because they're out there literally keeping us going. And don't give me this. They're too sneaky and they leave before you see them, people. I know when my UPS man is arriving. Most of you guys have ring doorbells. Quit playing. <laughs> you see when they come in. I got an app on my phone. Your Amazon you, package is four stops away. That means it's going to be in five minutes. I was not sure. And today I looked at my phone. I was like, I feel like my bottle should be coming in sometime soon. And I look and they were like, You're, he's one stop away from you. And I was like, oh my God, he's down the street. I was so excited. Like I ran downstairs to go get it. Like, <laughs> yay, <laughs> my stuff. It's like presents so, yeah. arriving in the mail. Yeah, it's my little bit of happiness that I get every couple days after I order something. I'm like, I need new shorts, flip-flops. I need a new car charger. Like, I'm just ordering everything that I could possibly. So just be nice to people. Just be nice. That's actually a good go. Z for the people. There's the Z for be the Be nice. Be nice. Help somebody else. Motherfuckers. Just be nice. Don't yell at people because they're Asian and they don't have a mask on. They didn't oh, bring the coronavirus over here, bitch. On that shit. No. You know, that's their health. Wear your mask, be happy, go on with your life. All right, and that's my Z for the people. Ah. Yes, ah. All right, so I'm done. I'm drunk. I'm scared to get up. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've had about four of these. Oh, we're so going to fuck up right. this scene. <laughs> yeah. I knew we should have done Yeah, we See, we did the scene earlier, people, but Jason fucked up and didn't have all the microphones on, so we got to redo it right now, and it's not going to go so good. <laughs> but For we'll you? see. For all of us. Okay, 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 okay. So I don't know. My mom's got the us. most lines. You got it. <laughs> okay. Before we start this, follow us, you guys. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We on there. Please tell your friends who like to drink, who like to watch movies, to watch us, to drink with us. Uh, please do look us up on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. Whatever you're listening to uh, right now. Whatever you're listening to right now, tell them to download that app and to listen to it. <laughs> there you go. We do see people out there who uh, are listening to us because they're quarantined. I see you. I see you, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, that's all I got. All right. I'm drunk. Let's do this. Ready when you are. <laughs> sort of. Hold on. Let me wet my whistle. <coughs> yeah, let me get my... Oh, you're drinking water? Pussy. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm out. There. My West Side cocktail is gone. It was really good, it right? Was. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's gone. She just... Sucking on the mint leaves at this point. I just want to say that I love you, Mom. I love you, Jason. I'm so happy that we got to do this show finally together, the three of us. We've been waiting for this for a long time. For so long. You have to come back so that we can do it like together, in person together. in person. Mm. So I can make you the cocktail. Yes. Yeah, I spelled the first one. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's okay. You're learning. You're learning. No, you I was rushing. I was going from the bedroom to the kitchen like this. And it was just like, <laughs> it popped, technically. The shaker popped and went, luckily, in the kitchen and not in the dining room. I miss making you drinks, brother. I truly do. I know. 
I don't get nearly don't as drunk you. without you. <laughs> I know. I constantly just poured in his drink, his cup for him. <laughs> I know. I'm okay. Not... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's let's do this to it. Okay, you ready? All right, let's go. <clears throat> <clears throat> I can't write the show for Moulin Rouge. Why not? Because I don't think I'm a truly bohemian. (laughs) Revolutionary, damn it. Take two. (laughs) Take two. I thought I was going to get it on the first take. You were close. (laughs) I was was like, uh, revolutionary. Okay. Revolutionary, revolutionary. <laughs> okay. I can't write the show for Moulin Rouge. Why not? Because I don't truly feel like a bohemian revolutionary. Do you believe in beauty? Yes, of course. Freedom? Yes. Truth? Yes. Love? Love? <laughs> I absolutely believe in love. Love is like oxygen. Love lifts you up where you belong. All you need is love. (laughs) So you can't fool us. You're the voice of the children of the revolution. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, you did. I love it. Oh, great. Ashley woke up for that part. (laughs) Is she asleep on the the table? All right, you guys, we did it. All right, good job. Under three hours. We made it. All right, you guys, that yeah. is our show. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Thank you. Mom, thank you yes. for visiting. I love you so much. Thank, thank you, you Mama. I miss finally. you. Zenobia, please get over here soon. Go get tested so you can come over next week. That's my goal for this week, so we'll see how this goes. All right. And we're out, people, and we encourage you all to get tested. It's good to know Go where you stand. <laughs> I they're asleep, but yes, I will. Kiss them babies. We will see you guys next week on Lights Camera Cocktails. Cocktails! Maria! I just met a girl named Maria!